Hendricks on WTKS-FM HD1. Coco Beach Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. going on mo just got up and left fritz just walked in <laughs> hello there good afternoon everybody welcome it is the start of the phillips file thir- for thursday may 3rd in the year 2018 good afternoon everybody my name is jim phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff whatever your stuff might happen to be news current events we will do that we'll talk about your life feel free to talk about mine And, of course, we'll find many other things to discuss this afternoon. We always do. So, take part of the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. Pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. Check out our website. You can follow me on Twitter, at Real Jim. Then send us a text on anything at any time. I promise we'll read it, look at it, review it. We may use it on the air. That's real mobile seven seven zero three one. But on the phones, long distance toll free one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. For those of you in the metro, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. Mo's here. She has news in a few yes, minutes. Yes, sir. Of course, we work off that. Jack is with us. Pinkman is here. Fritz is in and out. He'll be helping us along this afternoon as well. Later in the program, <coughs> excuse me. Right after the news with Mo, mm-hmm. a uh, bonus round of closest to the pin. Someone goes up against Pinkman to see if they can win that You Matter business card that would guarantee them good fortune for the rest of their life, followed by Jack's audio file. Uh, Pat Clark will join us. Of course, Patrick handles sports over at Channel 2 in Orlando. Every Thursday at this time, we talk with Patrick. We talk sports and other things as well. Uh, Closest to the pin, the regular round. Talk with Dirty Jim this afternoon to see what's on tap for the Jim Colbert program tomorrow afternoon at this time. Let's see. So you want to win a no eighty the shaman today? Now what? He's uh, <laughs> under the weather. Oh, sorry. So there must be something mm-hmm. going around. Fritz was uh, ill suffering. earlier this week. Yeah, he was suffering. He's still not up to snuff. I can tell by the way. You can tell either that or he's angry at me. I think he's a little bit miffed at me because I keep mentioning the sea urchin. I don't think yeah, he likes that. I don't think he likes that either. Fun of him on the air for oh, yeah, being I weak. I saw him out at the <laughs> out of the vending machine yesterday. And he gave you the stink. No, guy. it wasn't that. Oh. It was no. He's in the studio. Hey, Fritz, how you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he kind of gave me the kind of gave me the go screw yourself, Grandpa. It was one of those oh. things. Boy, yeah. that's so rude. Honestly, so, it just felt so weak. Yeah, he was just he <laughs> was pa- pallid, pale. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, sure, he was wan. Yeah, wan. Uh-huh. Just sweaty just forehead, sweating, just sitting uh-huh. there. So Fritz has been gracious enough to help us out during uh, "So You Want to Win a to be a lifeline" mm-hmm. along with. Uh, Mr. Pinkman. That's right. Oh, that opportunity guy. to win some uh, great prizes. Um, <laughs> what's a banana? Matter? Sent me a, a. I told Mo, so no, you don't know what's going on. So banana sends me a text. I haven't heard from banana in, in a while. And she's uh, I did that. I want to make you up to date on this and this and this. Guess what? Banana's done. Huh. Oh, oh no. what has she done now? 
She is following Chelsea Handler around the country. No. Now and that's Dave a good Matthews. time. No. 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 That took a couple oh, more cases. She's going to be on Survivor. No, she's not going to be on Survivor. Yeah. Amazing Race? She wanted to go on Amazing Race for a long oh, time it, with yeah. Jason. Is no. she running for Senate? No. no, she's not running. Banana bought a farm. Really? <laughs> she, not she Damn. bought the farm. She, she bought, bought a farm. farm. Okay. Where? In Kansas. Yes, where? She bought an 80-acre farm in Kansas. What? And I don't want to talk about too much because I didn't ask for her permission, but I don't think she has. I mean, some other things she was talking to me about that, you know, I, I would never repeat. But I thought this was interesting enough, and I don't think she's very, very excited about this. Her father, of course, is a, is a farmer in Kansas. And her family's been involved with farming for years and years and generations That's and all true. that kind of stuff. She loves Kansas. And uh, so it's near Belleville. She's actually going to be in Belleville. It's an hour outside of Belleville because that's where the family farm was. Oh, 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 oh! So it's an hour outside of Belleville. Uh huh. I think that's where they would spend their summers because uh, Banana's mother was a school teacher who taught in Belleville. So during the school year, I think they lived in Belleville, and then in the summers they'd head out for the family farm and spend the summers out on the farm. That's but her father is, you know, he's. Uh, I think and he's really into farm management, things like that. And I think he's, uh, from what I can gather over the years, done a, you know, done very well for himself. But yeah, she's got eighty eight an eighty acre farm. I think she's going to grow soybeans. That's so banana. That's a hot crop. It is banana. Wouldn't she, shouldn't she? As grow soon bananas? as I heard about it, I, I turned to Gather and said, "I want a farm great. too." No, you don't. I do. I want a farm. <laughs> Maybe such you can visit. Huh? You're no, I a want a farm. No, but you're not going to work it. <laughs> I want a farm. What are you, 10? Come on, cut it out. Look, I'm not. No. I mean, you can you can, you can can lease the, the land. Mm-hmm. You can have the property and lease the land. You don't point. have to farm it yourself. I'm not going to farm it. You're going to have to get up too damn early in the morning. It's a lot of, it's hard work. You're at the mercy of, uh, of the weather and all this and that and whatever. Yeah. But come on. We should, we should start like a GoFundMe to raise enough funds. Buy Jim a farm. Buy him a farm. <laughs> Send Jim to the like, farm. Like a Kickstarter yeah. campaign. Yeah, but isn't sure. that great? Mm-hmm. If you ever want a Jim to buy the farm, here's your chance. Oh, that's Donate awesome. now. Wait a minute. 80, that's a lot of land, 80 acres. That is yeah. a lot of land. So I don't know what, you know. Two mules? Does she, she have any mules? No, no, that's 40 acres. So she's going to rely on the, uh, on the advice of her father to get this thing going and work it all out. And, you know, but. Uh, Banana's a little bit like me. You know, she picks up a, an activity, a hobby or whatever, and gets into it uh-huh. and, you know, drifts off into something else and this and that, whatever. Mm. But uh, she loves Kansas, and she loves, she always has. She made no bones about that loves Kansas. when she was on this program That's for true. so many years. What's Jason going to do? I, I have know. no idea. Well, I don't. God. I don't think they're. I know. I don't get the idea that they're going to move to Kansas. Pulling up stakes. And I think she's going to be there for a while, kind of get the the lay, no pun intended, the lay of the land, get some, <laughs> and get it going, and then you know head back and forth and back and forth to uh, you know. And I have no idea what Jason is going to do, but um, that's well, good it. for her. They, they got a farm. That's badass. Isn't it? Yeah. That's so cool. And so banana. It is. Does she have a tractor? I bet she has a tractor. I'm sure she'll have a tractor. Oh, you're so jealous. Look at you. I'm not jealous. I got tractors. I don't need any more tractors. I don't have any more room for tractors. That's a working tractor. Since another one delivered today, as a matter of fact. Wait, 
Not a garage Ooh, cool. tractor. Not a garage tractor. She has a working tractor. Ouch. I have a tractor. I have a working tractor. Oh, no, no, no. It's not a bird. farm tractor. Yeah. No, no, it's a farm tractor. No, I don't put a plow behind it my tractor. doesn't tractors. do anything. But it's like, it's what are you on the talking bench. about? No, it's not doing anything, That's but right. it could if I wanted to. Nah, it, it's, I don't not, know. it's not a starter. It's a bench player. It's true. It's, it's a B team. Yeah, it's a B team tractor. My tractor's done more farm work than any tractor Jim, that she's even thinking about no. right now. She's oh, gonna, you don't know. She's going to have a working tractor. You. Have a tractor that's in the garage. You don't know anything about tractors. No. Is your tractor working anything in the field? No. Tractor it's sitting fight. in the garage. It's not sitting. Well, is now. Does it move? Does it start? Could I attach a plow to it? You won't. How about a disker? Could I attach a disker? Uh, Tell disc- me what a disker is, and then we'll start talking. That thing that goes How about way? a cultivator? I think. All right. Uh, just keep that to yourself. Okay. Right, I got a bet for Pinkman. Oh, a bet. Go on. Wait, let me get the paper. Okay. Uh, uh, Liverpool beat uh, Roma uh, yesterday and made it to the finals for the Champions League, which is the big uh, oh, here we go. European soccer championship. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Liverpool will face Real Madrid at the end of uh, this month for the uh, championship. This is a big deal. This, uh, this championship is one step under uh, World Cup. So I'll bet you $1 that Real Madrid defeats Liverpool. Ooh. Pinkman? Uh, You're the I, man who hates your money? Yeah, that You don't know anything true. about this. I know Maybe you should do a little homework. I know everything about this. Oh, you I mean, I'm not... I mean, Real Madrid and Liverpool will play. I'm not saying... You know, if he took the bet and I said, well, Real Madrid's playing uh, Chelsea. I mean, no, it's it's Real Madrid, uh, the uh, great uh, Spanish uh, soccer uh, soccer team against uh, Liverpool, which I believe is in fourth place now in the English Premier League. And what so, are you saying? Who's going to win? Real Madrid. As a true copay, I accept your bet. One dollar, Liverpool wins it all. All right, very good. We're going to talk about Rudy <laughs> Giuliani, how oh, he's no. kind of stepped into it. And have you been reading the story about the prom dress? Do you know the story that I'm talking about? Oh, yes. This is uh, Kizia Dom wore a Chinese-style dress to her high school prom in Utah. Mm-hmm. And this has set off, uh, set off an uproar, but not because of its tight fit or a thigh-high slit. Oh. Uh, Ms. Dom, 18, shared photographs on social media of her prom night. A Twitter user named Jeremy Lamb... Uh, responded in a post that has been retweeted more than 42,000 times, quote, my culture is not your prom dress, he wrote, adding a profanity for effect. I'm proud of my culture, he wrote in another post, for it to simply be subject to American consumerism and cater to a white audience as parallel to colonial ideology. What a bunch of crap and nonsense. You know the kind of dress I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. They, they, yes. um, I can't, I can't remember what they call it. They, like a king pal or something. Yeah, kind of like a cancer. Yeah. What? No, like a low main fritz. Stop it. Jeez. Now that's racist. Yeah, you went it's, there. It's called a uh, Chiang Sam. Oh. And it's, you know, that tight fitting dress with the slit up the side. Oh, yeah. Very it's sexy, beautiful. very beautiful. She worked to the prom. Someone who's uh, Chinese or Chinese American uh, got all bent out of shape. It's cultural appropriate. Uh, appropriate appropriation appropriation thank you and uh blah 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 and uh, she essentially said geez okay i'm sorry this that whatever but uh, then um the new york times 
had his correspondent in Hong Kong and uh, correspondents in Hong Kong and Beijing uh, get man on the street uh, reaction to this. Uh-huh. And they said, oh, we think it's absolutely terrific. She wore a dress like this to the prom. You know, it's a dress. It's a beautiful dress. She's not beautiful Asian girl. in any way. No, 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 no. And the Asians are, are, are giving her a hard time? The, no, the no. Chinese people are cool with it. It was this one Asian American fellow. Yeah, and a few others. Yeah, she uh, they're research. saying it's ridiculous to criticize this as cultural appropriation. From the perspective of a Chinese person, if a foreign woman wears a this type of dress and thinks she looks pretty, then why shouldn't she wear it? All right, we're going to break for the news. Mo's going to come back in a few minutes or so. We'll work off that. We've got food, birthdays, bonus round, the closest to the pin, Pat Clark today. So you want a winner, the audio file, on and on. It doesn't get any better than a Thursday edition of the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. He's got the news that he- Time for the news. Here's Mo. Uh, Jim and Lottie Dob brought to you today by Fox 35, the news station for bigger, bolder, better news coverage. Watch Fox 35 News at 10 with Charles Billy and Luann Sorrell right after your favorite Fox primetime shows, only on Fox 35, the news station. Uh-huh. Uh, the Darden Company, you may know them as the parent company of Olive Garden and a bunch of other places, has agreed, and they're based here in Orlando. They've agreed to settle a federal lawsuit that alleges that job candidates were told that their Seasons 52 restaurants don't hire, quote, old white guys. Whoops. I don't think you say that when you're hiring people. We don't hire old white guys. They've agreed to pay $2.8 million as part of this settlement. Ah, chicken feed. Uh, which will be used to compensate people that the EEOC says were victims of the discrimination. Now, Seasons 52 has 41 locations. They say, no, nah, we didn't do it. But they have agreed to pay $2.8 million and have their hiring practices monitored for three years by an independent attorney. Mm. Now, they say they can't mm, discriminate based on age when they hire, and they have to train their managers so that nobody is saying things like, I'm sorry, we don't hire, quote, old White guys. Probably not the best. Let's get to the Giuliani stuff. Let's get to the juicy stuff. I'm doing local first. Oh, God. Doing local, Jim. Doing local. Local. Now let's move over to Walt Disney World, where finally the union got a bid from Disney for 15 bucks an hour, right? The union says, no, thank you. Uh, there are so many other benefits that you cut in exchange for 15 bucks an hour. And plus, you're going to phase it in over the next three or four years or whatever. And it was basically dead on arrival. They've tried yeah. for 40 years to get a living wage, finally got it and said, but look at all the strings attached. So they have rejected it. They're back to the bargaining table there. Union power. Uh huh. Look for the union label, Jim. Power to the people. Power to the people. Yeah. The state of Florida ranks, again, second best state in the nation for business. A big magazine uh, for a business magazine uh, quotes, um, let's say, the owner, some somebody in Tampa, as saying Florida has relatively low regulation <laughs> and relatively low cost of labor, and they have low taxes, no income tax. And low wages. Uh, well, they don't mention that. 
Texas is the best. High priced housing. Texas is the best one for business. We are second. The worst one for business, California. But we pay them in sunshine. California. That's true. We can't pay you what you might have made someplace (laughs) else, but we make it up in sunshine. Congratulations and hats (laughs) off to all of the different graduates at UCF. They have six. They're actually graduating 8,000 kids in the next couple of days. Six commencement ceremonies are scheduled today through Saturday. And Jeb Bush. There are enough bartending openings in Metro Orlando to accommodate all of them? Oh, easily. I don't think so. Former Florida Governor Jeb Bush will be among the speakers at at one of the commencement ceremonies. Now, there are six of them. I don't know which one. I think Bush is doing this afternoon's uh, graduation. Actually, he is. Uh, And this is interesting in that this is the final commencement for UCF President John Hitt, who is resigning on June 30th after 26 years as head of UCF. Yeah, he's retiring. That's what I said, retiring. Oh, I thought you said resigning. You did. Mm-hmm. It says resigning right here. Well, he's retiring. Make Re- it up with AP. Retire. She always blames AP when she screws up. Make I love that. He's retiring. Yeah. Thanks, Arnold Big difference. Palmer. There's a difference. At home. Resigning he, says he's going to some kind of pressure. He's, he's not any pressure. He's, yeah, he's retiring. He's done. he's done. George just texted me at home when she puts toilet paper on the wrong way. She says, take it up with AP. Yeah, uh, didn't no. <laughs> didn't <laughs> offer his resignation. Associated he just said, I'm retiring. I'm retiring. He uh, put a, a letter in. I'm, I'm out. Yeah, but, it's not, but he says, I'm not resigning. He's just, you know, I'm. this is my last year. My contract is expiring and I'm moving on. Resigning leaves the possibility of going to other employment. Yeah. Retiring is like, hey, I'm done. Okay, Finished. so if he shows up somewhere else, then I guess he resigns. He's retiring. Yes. Okay. Armed civilians are patrolling campuses over in Pasco County next Why? year. They're having armed people, just civilians, because they can't afford resource officers in Pasco County. Great. They can't afford proper uh, school resource officers to cover all the schools in Pasco County. So instead, they approved this cockamamie idea last night at a town hall meeting. So grandma's going to be out there They've with her decided cult. that armed <laughs> civilians... <laughs> Civilians with weapons are going to patrol the elementary schools next fall. I just think that sounds like a mess waiting to happen. Uh, they will hire and train 50 uh, personnel to patrol. There's, again, civilians. There's going to be a long line of people who want that job. I think they have to be former, either former military or former law enforcement. So it's not that they're totally unprepared to handle a weapon. Uh, they're going to do this conversation again over in Pasco County, um, which is, I guess, what, just a little bit north of Tampa, south of Tampa. It's over there on the West Coast. Get like all... a safety patrol belt or something oh, like that. Oh, I hope that. you get a belt. Yeah, that's nice. Get the belt. Ooh. Uh, yeah, that would be cool. The buckle. Like yeah, the, all the orange style. belt that goes exactly. crisscross. Yeah, yeah, crisscross. You get the crisscross. Uh, and then one around your waist and then the crisscross. Yeah. It's Ooh. nice. Uh, Governor Baldy. I uh, a military school. That's right. They had him in my elementary. It was yeah. nice. Governor Rick Scott and a sword. You didn't get a sword. I had a sword. I had a sword in military oh, school. Oh, I thought you said an elementary. If you're an officer. You, oh, got a, you got a sword. Come on. Governor Baldy is headed to Israel, the Holy Land, Jim. Again, not the Holy Land theme park here in Orlando, but he's going actually to uh, Israel, uh, and he's going there specifically to you know. Well, he says to bring business, but he's really going there for the U.S. Uh, opening of the U.S. Embassy in Jerusalem. On May 14th. Remember, we're moving it from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. Whatever that Jewish anti-evangelical vote in Florida as he runs for the Senate. Right. First, he went to Puerto Rico trying to drum up Hispanic support. Of course. Now he's going to Israel looking for the Jews. Of course. uh, Or somebody. I don't know. Uh, Maybe evangelical. This, he's he's been governor for eight years, or almost eight years. He's been to Israel three times. 
Um, but as you say, he's running against Bill Nelson, so we'll see how that works out. Um, <laughs> a Columbus, Ohio man said that, um, well, now he's facing federal felony charges, but he would told police he's flying to Florida to smoke pot with President Trump at Mar-a-Lago. Badass. He was arrested <laughs> when he finally got to Palm Beach International Airport. He was arrested, of course, mm. uh, when he was he flew in there a couple of Fridays ago on 420, which is pot smoking day. Uh, 420. He this 27 year old guy was making comments about Trump and he wanted to smoke weed with the president. And he was detained by deputies when he arrived down in Palm Beach to smoke pot with him at Mar-a-Lago. When did he uh, start talking about that? Mid-flight, or did he start talking about that before boarding? Before he left. Because if it was more before boarding, be no, we're not. No, you don't get on this plane, not, bud. Sorry. Yeah. Once he I got, mean, if you're sitting there, you know, in those awful uh, fitting chairs, you know, waiting for the, for your flight to be called, and yeah. this guy starts uh, yeah. mouthing off. Are you going to say, I'm not getting on board this plane with this I think this guy. he's a little bit off-center. off, off center. I think? Oh, he, he, think? Yeah, I do. All Actually, right. he's been Baker-acted, <laughs> and he's in a, in a mental spot. But anyway, uh, he told police when he got here that he found a credit card, thought it was a gift from God, so he purchased a plane ticket to smoke weed with President Trump. All right, let's take a little break. More news with Mo, the food, the birthdays. Then we'll get ready for a bonus round of closest to the pin upcoming on Real Radio 104.1. Fritz versus Pinkman and a bonus round of closest to the pin at the top of the hour, but still your opportunity to win a You Matter business card and good fortune for the rest of your life. Back to the news, the birthdays, the food. Here's Mo. Okay, today is May 3rd, uh, 2018. Today, May 3rd, is Raspberry Tart Day. National Raspberry Tart Day. Mm-hmm. You know, a little tartlet, a little tart, you know, a little something. Uh, t- now, we'll be together for Friday, Saturday, Sunday, so I do like to give you a peek at what's ahead. All right. Tomorrow, homebrew day or orange juice day. Uh, I don't participate in either of those, so that doesn't make sense. You don't drink orange juice? No, I don't. I do eat Too much sugar? O- oranges, yeah. I, I, I was always told from the time I was younger, the juice is not so great. It's the orange that's going to get you, that's going to benefit you the most. Scurvy. Yeah, but the juice is good. Mm, okay. If you're uh, lacking in vitamin C, you can drink some orange juice, you get some vitamin C, right? Mm-hmm. I oh, love yeah. it. It's one of my preferred drinks, beverages, to go with breakfast. Without a doubt, I am the only one in my house who will drink it. Yeah. Eat an orange, no Why? problem. I, uh, I don't, don't like, like the it. the taste? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get out. What do they do if they get their it, vitamin C? What do they... I mean, do they... Eat the fruit itself is uh, way more beneficial than drinking the juice. I don't, I don't, yes, I, I don't deny that. Okay. They go to Starbucks, that's all I But know. how many oranges do you have to eat to... Mm-mm. I'm just asking. I don't think so. Okay, here. How about I get it with calcium. Saturday, now you would I think... I get mine no pulp. I get mine high pulp. Same. Oh, I, I hate pulp. I get pulp mid, is good. mid pulp. Blah. I get Pulp Fiction. Tomorrow, I thought Cinco de Mayo was... That was stupid. Stupid. That was really stupid. No hanging orange. That was for... Yeah. Oh, that's just stupid. I can't believe that. I, my sole thought was, I wish I had said that. Yeah. And immediately, that's that yeah, stupid. Tomorrow's Cinco de I mean, uh, Saturday is Cinco de Mayo, so I thought for sure that it would be some kind of Spanish something, but no. Mexican dish. It's chocolate, custard, and hoagie day. That's a it's, Mexican dish. No. It, you have a horrible calendar. That's why. Yeah, uh, this for food day, I don't pick it. They picked it themselves. Seriously. And then, fu- I know, right? Shouldn't it be taco day? Shouldn't it be something? Chili Rienos Day. No, Every day that's Taco Day. Mm, I guess that's probably right. And Tuesdays, fin- really. finally on Sunday, the sixth, uh, Seis de Mayo is Crepe Suzette Day. Eh, what's a crepe Suzette? A crepe. 
Krebs Suzette. The Krep. Krep. Krebs Suzette. That's American. That's right. Mm-hmm. You mean one of them damn crepe Suzettes? Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. It looks pretty good. What's it inside? It's creamy? Bad. It's creamy, right? I think it's, yeah, kind of creamy. It's got the creamy It's got a it. sauce of caramelized sugar and butter, tangerine or orange juice, mm. zest, and Grand Marnier. Oh, yeah. Grand Marnier. That's good. Oh, it's very French. Oh, scoop of ice cream on one of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you serve more, my bad. Huh? Yeah, it comes right off the griddle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you flambe them. Flambe? I don't think that's right. With a blowtorch? No. I know what flambe is. But it's, I don't think that's right. I'm looking at one where... It's bananas foster. Mm. Oh. oh, that's a good oh. time. That's true. Bring her back. <laughs> oh. What else? Okay. Uh, there were some unwanted visitors at the River Springs Middle School in Orange City up in Volusia mm-hmm. County. This morning, a bear, her three cubs, were spotted on school grounds right before school. The bell rang. The fish and wildlife people responded to the scene and said the bears were looking for food before finally leaving the area around 10 a.m. Students were kept inside, mind you. No recess, no outdoor activities, no P.E. while the bears were on the property. Uh, SpaceX is launching on Monday the next Falcon 9 rocket called the Block 5. Now, they've designed this thing to make it more reusable than the other versions of this rocket. They're planning on launching a communication satellite into orbit. And they are planning it for some time during our show, which is very kind. They're they're blasting off between four and six twenty-five on Monday. That's the window. Over Enjoy at, it while you can, because he's uh, he's uh, bleeding money mm. with that Tesla. He loves it though. He's burning through loves bundles it. of money. Bill Cosby's wife right. of a jillion years. Uh, yeah, I can't hear anything bad Did about you do anything Elon about Musk. Giuliani. I mean, there's so much stuff going on. A well, look, nobody gives a crap about Bill Cosby's wife. Well, you should hear what she says about him. What does she say? Oh, you really want to know? Yeah, it's yeah. ugly. She broke her but silence. I love him. She broke her silence finally, and said she called for a criminal investigation into the DA and his cohorts in this in this case yeah, she luck, called sweetie. them a homogenous group of exploitive and corrupt people whose primary purpose is to advance themselves professionally and economically nice try camille she said if they can do this to her husband they can do it to any of us and took aim at the media as well for their relentless demonization of bill cosby she okay. even brought up Emmett Till, didn't she i don't know the comments- oh she's not throwing the Emmett Till thing in there that's what i saw really mm-hmm. Emmett Till yes Emmett Till Emmett Till was a young man who was brutalized and murdered because uh, he was accused looking of at... saying or looking at a, uh, yeah. he was from Chicago, was in Alabama or Mississippi someplace, and was accused by a woman of either saying something or looking at her in the wrong way, yeah. and they, uh, they essentially beat him to death. Mm-hmm. His mother put him in a coffin. And refused to have the lid closed because he wanted people to see the condition of her son uh, because he was unrecognizable. Mm. Not too long ago, within the past few years, the woman who accused him recanted, essentially said through another that what they what they said happened really didn't. Yeah. Uh, Let's talk about Rudy Giuliani, your favorite one. He talks like this. Rudy paid a visit to Fox and Friends this morning. Well, first he was on Hannity last night. Then he was on Fox and Friends today. He's making the rounds of Fox shows. Yeah. Uh, Today he had to do damage control because last night he was berserk. 
Uh, last night, he went off the rail with Sean Hannity and basically admitted that the president lied. Re- yes. Uh, who, who told us earlier this year that he had nothing to do with the repayment or any of the $130,000 to the porn star, Stormy Daniels, adult film star. Now, all of a sudden, Rudy, Rudy goes out there and says, as a matter of fact, the president paid him back. Correct. The president took money little bits at a time and paid him back, which is even Sean Hannity said, what? Yeah, Hannity was. Uh oh, you're stepping was, in it, Rudy. He tried ooh. so hard to save him and throw him, a, a, you know, a life preserver, but he couldn't. Rudy just kept going, and boy, oh boy! So today he decided to make it better by going on Fox and Friends with Steve Ducey and whatever. And Brian a- Kilmeade and Ainsley Earhart. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so he goes there this morning to do damage control because last night was a cluster. So. At first, they said, well, I thought the president said I don't know anything about it. You came out last night, Rudy, and said it was. Rudy finally says it has nothing. He sort of spun it around to say, but it wasn't campaign funds. Yeah, it's not campaign funds. It's clear as a bell. Yep. And uh, so now we know, right, that the president, you know, and I'm thinking when I'm hearing all this stuff, I say, and all these people, you know, these evangelical types and these super conservative types that still support this this, uh, goomba in the White House, oh. and I said, if any of this had ever, just a, a scintilla of this had been said uh, about Barack Obama, these people would be, they would come on glue. They'll oh, tell please. you, they tell you now, no. Yes, we know. They're a mm-hmm. bunch of hypocrites. They're a bunch of liars. They got their heads so far up their ass, they can smell their own brill cream. Now Rudy Giuliani's calling for the Attorney General to intervene in the Michael Cohen case. He's calling members of the FBI and the Justice Department stormtroopers. He's actually referring to To agents of the FBI as stormtroopers. He said uh, the wiretapping of Cohen's office uh, violated the attorney-client privilege. Look, I only went to law school for a semester, but I know if an attorney and a client are engaging in essentially a crime and talking about committing a crime, the attorney-client privilege does not hold. To get a wiretap, to get a warrant to go into somebody's office, they didn't barge in. You have to go before a federal magistrate. You have to show a federal magistrate, here's the evidence that we have. We are seeking a search warrant or we're seeking a wiretap. This takes a lot of time to gather the information to take before a judge to get the approval to go ahead with something like this. You don't just willy-nilly wake up in the morning and say, hey, what do you want to do today, uh, fellow FBI agent? Hey, let's go down to Michael Cohen's office and barge in there yeah, and just sure. take whatever we want. People, do you really understand the process mm. that members of the Justice Department have to go through? I thought Rudy would understand the process. You know, anybody who gets in, you uh, get involved in a conversation like this and they, you know, if they, and they don't know what they're talking about, you have every right to say, you don't know what the you're talking about. Totally. Because they don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, he ought to be ashamed of himself. Rudy Giuliani was a United States attorney for the Southern District of New York who worked with FBI agents. Mm-hmm. During the FBI September agents 11th. Yeah. worked for Rudy Giuliani to bust up organized crime and do other things. And now Rudy Giuliani, the sycophant lick spittle, is calling agents of the FBI he seems a bit uh, uh, stormtroopers. What, what is this? You have no sense of shame. You have you have no degree of integrity whatsoever. Whatever. Sorry. 
Uh, no, no, just it's ticks me off. I understand. Uh, but this it, guy's, you know, come on. All of the, I, the, 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 the handwriting's on the wall. Is it not sooner? Come on, Mueller, start issuing those indictments. Mm-hmm. And then Rudy Giuliani, by the way, threw uh, Jared Kushner in front of the bus today. He did. He said, ah, Jar- did you hear that one? Jared's no, I didn't disposable. Hear that one. But Ivanka, yeah. uh, the country would turn on Mueller if and if he, he questioned Ivanka. Yeah. Jared is just a but man. Jared, he's he's just a man. Men, he's are men, are, men are disposable. But, but uh, Ivanka Trump, Ivanka. Uh, oh, the country would turn uh, would turn. turn on, uh, you know, if the, if the Justice Department, yeah. if Mueller uh, started investigating Ivanka uh, Trump. Because she's a girl. Yeah. Some people can <laughs> break the law. Others can't. She's a girl. She's the first daughter. She is. Uh, she's okay. She gets a pass. Exactly. She's sacred. She's under. She's sacred. So I guess the I guess the justice system has no connection to her whatsoever. It's hands off with Ivanka. That's right. That's 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 what they're spinning that's now. They are now. Yeah. But Jared, uh, he he was thrown under the bus. God, you see Sean Hannity last night. He looked like uh, like uh, Julian Giuliani pooped in his pants. He had that look on his face. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, let's talk a little celebrity news. Uh, they finally have a man facing charges for trying to extort money from comedian Kevin Hart. Yeah, I heard this, about this. This forty-one-year-old guy Kevin is Hart, now in jail this. in L.A. on thirty-five thousand dollars bail in order not to have any contact. With Kevin Hart, he's accused of attempting to get a payment last year in return for not publicizing a videotape of Kevin carousing with a woman, not his wife, in Las Vegas. At the time, Hart went public saying he made a bad error in judgment. He admits to that, but he says he wouldn't give in to extortion and went to the police. And now that guy is in jail and... Men are dogs. Oh, my. It was his friend, right, who was trying to blackmail him? Uh, I don't know if it... I don't know. Friend? That's yeah. loose. Yeah, I, I don't know. He went by Action Jackson. That's what I saw. Oh, no. Action. That was his, like, nickname. Cool name. Yeah. Oh, hey. Right? That was a movie with Carl Weathers. Yeah. That's Points. true. The Washington Redskins. I know that team name is sort of dicey anyway, but they are now being accused of misconduct... Correct. According to the New York Times. Front page uh, story. The cheerleaders up there uh, say that officials repeatedly crossed the line. During a 2013 trip to Costa Rica, cheerleaders claim their passports were taken from them. Correct. Once they got down there, first of all, which is a problem. Then they say they were required to be topless on a photo shoot. That's correct. That's a problem. And Uh, then they were told. And they had to uh, escort some of the sponsors to the clubs. They say no sex was involved, but they had to go. Well, they. They've claimed. Mm-hmm. I mean, the cheerleaders have claimed. Those ones who are complaining that no sex was involved. I see. But they were pressured to accompany sponsors to a a party or a dinner or whatever to be eye candy on the elbows That's of right. these sponsors. The Redskins responded to the story with a statement that we are proud. They say of the work those cheerleaders do, <laughs> and the women. They say again. Now the, the this is the football team commenting. The women are contractually protected. In a work to work in a safe environment. Yeah, okay. I don't know. As long as it's in the United States. But once they go to Costa Rica, all bets are off. You know what I'm saying? Boom. Uh, oh, take your top off. One of your idols, veteran newsman Charlie Rose, is deeper in the soup today than ever. Yeah. Facing more sexual misconduct allegations. Now, the Washington Post says an additional 27 women hey, claim they were sexually harassed by Charlie. 14 of them worked with him at CBS. 13 worked with him at other places. Oh, Charlie. Many, I mean, so he does it everywhere. It's like, takes it out. Look at this. You know, like, what are you doing? Nobody wants to see uh, that. I really don't want to see, see your wiener. No, thank you. you know. Thank you. Not interested, Charlie, in seeing your weenie.
are not happening. It's like Peking ducks at a Chinese restaurant. I don't know They're just why you're showing. There. Nobody's interested in that. It's they your just, dingle dangle. Nobody I wants to it. look at it. You know, cook it, bring it to the table. Stop I'm talking it. about Peking duck. <laughs> I don't really want to see any of that. And Charlie, look, this supposedly happened over a 30 or 35 year period when CBS managers were warned of Rose's conduct toward female employees. He's responded to it by saying it's unfair and inaccurate. Yeah, okay. I don't Tom know. Tom Brokaw's been accused now. Three women now. Mm-hmm. Oh, now there's a heartbreaker. I think that, you know, I, I think... He I, says it's nonsense. He does. And As they all do at the beginning. <laughs> well, uh, women at NBC have come to his defense, and then there's another claim that some women at NBC were pressured to come to his defense, so mm-hmm. God only knows. God. I think I yelled out loud with that one, not you! Please, not you! Not you! And that was when the first one came out. Now two and three, I'm like, okay. Got it. Okay. Tom Brokaw. It's the greatest Jedi. Yeah, I know. Spot on, Mo. He swallows his... Got that one right, Mo. Uh Very good job. Thank you. I'm like the hugest fan ever, and then this uh, makes me vomit. Teachers in Arizona are getting a raise, finally, after a statewide strike. The governor out there, whose name is Ducey, signed this uh, education portion of their budget for teachers K-12. through Uh, they had to pull an all-nighter. The Congress people out there, the legislators in their state uh, legislature, they, they didn't know. They were bleary-eyed, but they finally passed a budget because they had a walkout now a week, a week old, uh, and they get more than $4.5 billion earmarked for education funding. Any rumblings in Florida from Florida teachers about uh, because some, you know, what are you, four, six, eight states now where teachers mm-hmm. have walked out? Yeah. No. Are you watching any NBA basketball? No. It's playoffs. I thought maybe toward the end you would watch. No. No? Soccer. Mm. Are they in the playoffs? Who? Soccer? Yes, Roma. Uh, They're uh, taking uh, on uh, the uh, Cavaliers. The Cavaliers? That's LeBron James? Mm -hmm. I see. Yeah, he's really good at soccer. Exactly. Mm. Okay. Well, let's move along, shall we? (laughs) The man known as the Waffle House hero. Yeah. Has his own hero. They asked him, speaking of basketball, if he was on Ellen, who's your hero? So he throws out a name, Dwayne Wade. And don't you know that that Ellen, that son of a gun, says... Basketball player. Yeah, Dwayne Wade. Who's your hero? Yeah. He's not my hero. She says that to this kid who saved everybody. I know. So guess what? (laughs) Guess who comes out of the curtain? Flip Pallet. Dwayne Wade. Oh, what? No, Dwayne Wade comes out of the curtain to give this Waffle House hero a big hug. It was really very touching. Are you crying? It's very sweet. He presented oh, the, sweet. He presented the kid with a check for twenty grand. Good. Uh it was he says he's a role model on and off the court. He and is. He, that is his thing. Good anyway. for him. Oh my goodness. I thought it was so sweet. All right, let's do some birthdays. Oh, I got birthdays. I got things to do. Hold I, on to some other news. We'll get I to it. I got some other celebrity stuff. But anyway, happy, happy birthday. We got a couple of singers here and an actress. Uh happy, happy birthday to four seasons lead singer, Frankie Valley. Uh how old is Frankie, Frankie Valley? Frankie Valley is now seventy six. 78. Nope. Oh, wait. Oh, Fritz, Fritz is, is here. 77? Fritz, 84. Yes. Nice. Valley's 84. 84. Sherry, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, how about uh, Christopher Cross, who sang the song Sailing? Sailing. Mm-hmm. Takes me Ta- away. To where I've always heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris- <laughs> Christopher Cross is now 58. <sighs> oh, please. Way higher. 63. 65. Damn it. 64? 
Pinkman, 67. Damn. Uh, I told you higher. Oh, yeah. And finally, for Mad Men, she played Joan, the very... John pe- Hamm. Jo- no, she played Joan Christina Hendricks. Oh. Joan. Joan, that, the redhead. The redhead. That lady. new show. Yeah, the busty redhead. Uh-huh, busty yeah. redhead. New show. Uh-huh. How old is Joan Christina Hendricks? She has to be now, at this day, 42. Nope. Please. 40? 41. Please. Damn it. <laughs> it's all, it's 43? On the dot, Jackie. Damn it. Oh, <laughs> it's going to be a great weekend. <laughs> and that's the Lottie Dodgers. Call me Moira. Take a little break. When we come back, of course, a bonus round of closest to the pin. Uh, we'll select one of you at random. When we open up the lines, you will choose either Mr. Pinkman or Fritz to win the game. If you choose correctly, you will receive the You Matter business card that guarantees you good fortune for the rest of your life. If you choose incorrectly, I'm sorry, bad luck. For 24 hours. It's up to you next on Real Radio 104.1. Kapoya! Kapoya! Your next chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. From the. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips. Yeah, here we go. Bonus round of closest to the pin. Mike's on the line. Mike has to pick between Mr. Pinkman and Mr. Fritz. Whoever he chooses, Mike hopes wins, and then he gets that you met a business card that would guarantee Mike good fortune for the rest of his life. If Mike picks incorrectly, puts the, picks the wrong person to win, uh, then he's got bad luck for 24 hours. That's just the nature of the game. It's the way that it works. That's life. Oh, you know now what I'm saying? Oh, boy. Yeah. That's that's life. I know. That's, that's life. life. Yeah. That's what I say. Hey. Right high on Monday. All right, Mike, uh, how are you doing this afternoon? Oh, boy. I'm doing good, sir. How are you doing? All right, Mike, uh, you need to pick either Mr. Pinkman or Mr. Fritz to win this bonus round of Closest to the Pin. My money's on Fritz. I got a score to settle with Pinkman. Okay. Fritz. Who goes first to the soundproof booth? I'm walking out. All right, Fritz is going. Finally. <laughs> what? All right. <laughs> See what happens here. All right, Mr. Pinkman, I have 10 questions. Are you ready? Yes. I need a countdown. Somebody keep score, please. Got it. Sure. Here we go. Three, two, <clears throat> one, begin. Pinky Rudy Giuliani opened his yap on Sean Hannity's program last night, and all, all hell broke loose in the Stormy Daniels case. How old is Giuliani? 71. The football movie called Rudy was released in what year? 1987. How many students attend the University of Notre Dame? 12,000. The Disney animated musical drama called The Hunchback of Notre Dame was released in what year? 1994. The late Walt Disney was born in what year? Uh, 1930. Walt Disney won a total of how many Academy Awards? That would have been 31. The movie Police Academy 5, Assignment, Miami Beach, was released in what year? 1989. The United States Air Force Academy was established in what year? Uh, 1927. How many cadets attend the Air Force Academy? 3,000. Get it within 25, you went outright. A crow in Colorado Springs, Colorado, would have to fly how many miles to reach Isle of Colorado? Mm-hmm. 
That would be 78 miles. Time. Oh, boy. All right. Hold on. Time. All right. There you go. Bring in Fritz. There you go. I don't Back know. In, I messed, He's coming. There he I is. messed up on one. Yeah. Is Jack one. drinking a beer? What's he drinking? Just drinking one? a tall boy in there. <laughs> yeah. He said, try, see if Phillips tries to stop me. <laughs> oh, Phillips. It's actually. Liquor? What is it? It's water. What? Oh. <laughs> it's in a, a water cup. Looks like a Coors Oh, it's a Yeti. Can. I couldn't tell. <laughs> From here, sorry. All right, Fritz, are you ready? I have 10 questions for you. I'm ready. All right. Count down for Fritz. Yeah, in three, mm-hmm. two, one, go. Mr. Fritz, Rudy Giuliani opened his yap on Sean Hannity's program last night. All hell broke loose in the Stormy Daniels case. How old is Giuliani? 72. The football movie called Rudy was released in what year? 1993. How many students attend the University of Notre Dame? Ooh, uh... 8,000. The Disney animated musical drama called The Hunchback of Notre Dame was released in what year? 95. The late Walt Disney was born in what year? He was born in uh, 1895. Walt Disney won a total of how many Academy Awards? Five. The movie Police Academy 5, Assignment Miami Beach, was released in what year? Uh, 2016. The United States Air Force Academy was established in what year? Um. 1930. How many cadets attend the Air Force Academy? Uh, 10,000. Get it within 25, you went outright. A crow in Colorado Springs, Colorado, but have to fly how many miles to reach Iliff, Colorado? Uh, 180. Time. Mm. Boy, oh boy. Boy, oh boy. That was a tough one. All right. Are here you we right go. There, Bob? Okay. Yeah, just writing down numbers. Let's score this game. Mm-hmm. Let's see if Mike chooses correctly and wins that You Matter business card or whether Mike will face bad luck for 24 hours. Sorry. Oh, boy, Mike. How old is Rudy Giuliani? Pinkman said. 71. And Fritz. He one-upped him, 72. He's 73. Oh. <laughs> Damn it. Damn, it's going to be one of these games. A football movie called Rudy was released in what year? Pinkman said. 87. Fritz. 93. Right on the money. 1993. Oh, oh man. Big Sean Astin fan, are you? How many yes, students attend the University of Notre Dame? Pinkman said. 12,000. Fritz. 8,000. Not too far off. 12,292. Oh, oh, on the ra- money. You're not rounding, huh? No. Oh, Damn it. <laughs> Thank God. The Disney animated musical drama called The Hunchback of Notre Dame was released in what year? Oh, the animated one. Yeah. Pinkman said. 94. Fritz. He won up to him at 95. 1990. Six. Oh, oh, oh man. man. Four to one. The late Walt Disney was born in what year? Pinkman said. 1930. Fritz. 1895. Answer, 1901. That's Fritz. I knew it. Wow. Walt Disney won a total of <laughs> how many Academy Awards? Pinkman said. He was very complimentary. He said 31. Oh, at least. Fritz. Five. 26. Damn! Oh, oh, yes. Take that, Fritz. They're very complimentary. Four to go. Yeah. The movie Police Academy 5, Assignment Miami Beach. One of my favorites, I might add. Yeah. That's a good one. Was re- Come on. It's a cult classic. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was released in what year? Pinkman said. 89. Fritz. 2016. 88. 1988. Oh. Four to go. Five, like, in five years? I guess. Don't be so Crazy. jealous. The United States Air Force Academy was established in what year? Pinkman said. 1927. Fritz. 30. 1954. Oh, Fritz. Oh, man. How many students attend the Air Force Academy in Colorado Springs? We're just outside of it. Pinkman said. 
3,000. Fritz. 10,000. 4,237. Right, now it's uh-huh. 6 to 4. Damn. Uh, but it could change on this. Oh, boy. Yeah. Get it within 25, you went out right. A crow in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Would have to fly how many miles to reach Isleth, Colorado? Pinkman said. 78. Fritz said. 180. The answer is 209. Which, oh, he's not within, is he? Yeah, he is. He is. No. Within no, he's not. No, he's not. He's within 29. He gets the point, uh, but it doesn't matter because he's not within 25. He's within 29, so he wins 7-4. to four. Fritz wins 7-4. to four. Stupid All right. Fritz. Congratulations, okay. Fritz. I did well Good job, week. Mike. You uh, win that You Matter business card. Fritz. Once you get that card, if you get that card, you will have good fortune for the rest of your life. Congratulations. Thanks for playing that bonus round of Closest to the Pin. Right. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades. Pretty close on that one. Yeah, that was closest to the, whole the game. Pin. Pin. So pin. did you see Police Academy 5 when it came out in theaters two years ago? <laughs> no, I didn't. I thought that was maybe like direct to DVD kind of thing, you know, direct to Redbox. Direct to Crackle. I heard the last two answers of Fritz's, and I thought he was going to get his ass kicked. <laughs> that and the, uh, the the Air Force, and then I didn't hear Mr. Pinkman, you know, going uh, three decades before the Air Force was ever formed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if Who they, knew? If they first was used, the Air Corps. Uh, mm. The Army Air Corps. Oh. Yeah, I knew. In World War II. Mm-hmm. Okay, so mm. Fritz has mm. a great record mm. with this game. Mm. He has now, his record is seven wins and two losses. Against Pinkman? Uh, every time he's played. Sometimes he plays against the listeners. Oh, okay. Sometimes, anytime he plays, I keep his record now. Seven to two. Pinkman back to even money at 32 all. Uh, I like it like that. <laughs> uh huh. You know what was really unique about that game? For the first time in forever, Pinkman lost on time. Ooh. Because he went first. My goodness. Mm uh-huh. hmm. Oh, we um, don't do any, there's no handicap. No. Is that right? Yeah, Fritz smacked him around on time. Uh-oh. Whatever. He right, talks fast. Nah, don't beat yourself up. It's just a game. Yeah, don't be sad. You know what I'm saying? It's okay, Pinky. We're going to cry. It's going to suck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn it. All right, let me take a little break. We'll come back with Jack's audio file. Then, of course, we'll talk some sports with Pat Clark from Channel 2. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. The thrill of victory. The policeman isn't there to create disorder. And the agony of defeat. The policeman is there to preserve disorder. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. Pat Clark and sports right around the corner, but first things first, let's hear what's in Jack's audio file. Jim, it is May the 3rd. That means tomorrow is Star Wars Day. What's that mean? Oh, may the 4th be with you. Uh, ah, May, May 4th. 4th. <laughs> That's right. May the 4th be with you. May the 4th uh-huh. be with you. Uh-huh. And in honor of that, we have a little video for you. Here's a little clip. I think you might recognize the voice. However... It's uh, done. It's basically an explanation of what happens in the original Star Wars movie, A New Hope, the very first one. Uh, There might be some spoilers in it. And if you've never seen the very first Star Wars that came out about 40 years ago. Mm -hmm. So here you go. I'm Mm -hmm. sure you'll recognize Mm -hmm. the voice. Meet Darth Vader. 
He's upset because his daughter, Princess Leia, stole his secret plans. I want to know what happened to the plans. I don't know what you're talking about. She actually did. Fortunately, Leia's droids landed in the backyard of Luke Skywalker, who found her secret message. Who is she? She's beautiful. She's his sister. And that voice is? That's the director. That's, uh, what's his name? Opie. Yes, Ron Howard. Oh, I wouldn't have picked that. So here's all the connections. Really? It's done in Arrested Development style, how they tell the story, but basically gives a like a three-minute synopsis of the whole film oh, cool. uh, with clips of the film. But also, in the middle of it, with a, a, he's able to plug a new movie called Solo that comes out this month, and that's the Han Solo movie that um, Ron Howard actually directed. Okay. So it's uh, pretty cool if you're a Star Wars fan and you enjoy that, or a rest of the development fan, you might enjoy it as well. And that's on our page at realradio.fm. Click on the Phillips file. Jim, I know it's a shortened audio file today. It's 420, and I know what happens at 420 every day. Why is that right? You like to play a game, so sure. here's a game for you. Ooh. It's now time for everybody's favorite game, Did Kanye West Say That? <laughs> okay, Kanye West, known for saying some outlandish yeah. stuff. As of late, you know, we just added to the pile, but I'm, we're going to go through it. And you, Jim, you tell me if he said it. Sure. You can consult your lifelines Thank if you. you wish. Okay. Uh, when you hear about slavery for 400 years, 400 years, that sounds like a choice. Did he say it? Yes, he did. Yes. yes as a matter of fact, we had that on the audio file yesterday. Ooh, he off. Did say it, yeah. You got one right. Um, I am more influential than Stanley Kubrick. Apostle Paul, Picasso, and Escobar. Sounds like something he'd say. I'd say yeah. You're going yes on that. I am. Even... He did say it. Woo. What a How about when you're the absolute best, you get hated on the most? Did he say that? Did Kanye West say that? No, Eddie Vedder said that. Oh, when you're the absolute <laughs> best, you get hated on the most? Yep. Nope, Kanye West did say that. He's got an ego the size of Montana. Eddie Vedder. <laughs> no, okay. I am God's vessel. Did he say that? Oh. Yes. Yes. Damn, did he just say all of these? <laughs> oh. My greatest pain in life is that I will never be able to see myself perform live. Did he say that? No. That's no. A, that sounds like a yes to me. He did say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Seriously, he's got an ego, doesn't he? Yeah. I am a proud non-reader of books. Did he say that? No. No. He did say that. This is a trick. What's the trick? He said Everything all of these yes. things. All right, go ahead next. I hate when I'm on a flight and I wake up with a water bottle next to me like, oh, great. Now I got to be responsible for this water bottle. He yes. did not say that. He did not. He did not. Okay. Ah! He did. <laughs> So true. I know. I don't even listen to rap. My apartment is too nice to listen to rapping. Did he say that? Yes. Jim. My apartment's too nice to listen to rap. Too nice to listen to rap. He did not say that. He did say that. Well, that's just silly. (laughs) Fur pillows are hard to actually sleep on. Did he say that? What? Fur pillows sure. are hard to actually sleep well, on. Did, yeah, that did fur Kanye jacket. had the big fur chinchilla yeah. jacket? Did Kanye West say yes, that? Yes, he said he that. Did. He did say All that. Right, thank you. I feel like I'm too busy writing history to read it. Did Kanye West say that? Yes. Yes. Finally, 
I guess I could stand to be more humble. Sure. He did not say no. that. That's the only one he did not say. Really? What a snotball. Oh, wow. Started off well and downhill. <laughs> Congratulations. It's a piece of work. On it? that. Jim, yes. uh, while I was away, there was a lot going on. And I don't know if you guys talked about it all. It happened over the weekend. Uh, President Trump called in to Fox and Friends. I believe this was like a week ago. Yeah. And kind of had this rambling thing where even they had to cut him off because it was kind of bizarre. Um, anyway, the late night talk show host did not miss it. Uh, and uh, Jimmy Fallon, Stephen Colbert, Trevor Noah all had jokes about lump, uh, oh, uh, President Trump's phone interview with Fox and Friends. Okay. You get to decide who yes. said it best. All okay. right. President Trump did a live phone interview with Fox and Friends. It was tough for Trump. He didn't know whether to focus on the questions or watch himself on TV. Like... One asked to give himself a letter grade. Trump showed his trademark humility. I would give myself an A+. Plus. Nobody has done what right. I've been able to do, and I did it despite the fact that I have a phony cloud over my head that doesn't exist. Sir, that's not a phony cloud. That's your hair. Why did Trump say he called into Fox & Friends? Because it was Melania's birthday. Like, what does that mean? He's like, honey, I've got a great celebration planned for us today. I'm going to talk to some TV people while sitting on the toilet. <laughs> like, oh, thank you, Donald. My life is a beautiful dream. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Fallon's picking up that. Yeah, oh. Jimmy Fallon, Fallon gets the point. Really? Yeah. That's easy. They're As all pretty bad. The late night talk show hosts compete for points, and uh, one with the most points will receive an invitation He's far and to away the join us yeah. on the program. Conan O'Brien was the winner the last year. We're still waiting for Mr. Pinkman to book it's that. Because Fallon, he's, he's concentrating on getting that invitation to appear on this program. Absolutely. Yes. He knows but, what it takes to get the points. When is Conan going to be on? Pinkman? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he's too busy talking to Rather. No is Fritz there? Maybe he can take yeah, over. He's, he's not there either. Right. Right. He's probably sick. out there hurling. He's Finally, Jim, we have a couple outstanding bets. I know you like to uh, uh, treat uh, Pikmin as your personal ATM and cash machine. However, uh, you and I have a couple of bets when it yeah. comes to oh, one oh. Eldrick Woods, a.k.a. Tiger, yeah. uh, one that will finish in top five in a tournament this uh, in, in a, a major, major. and major. Th including the fifth major, and also, or that he wins... Any, any tournament, legit golf tournament, and yeah. guess what? what he is he after a break. No, he didn't win anything yet. Remember, he was in the majors. He took a little break. Here he is talking about the break he took. Uh, it felt good just to sh you know shut it down. I, I played mm. a little bit more golf than I was expecting to play, and uh, um, you know missing the cut in L.A. and then obviously adding Valspar in there and the stress of you know coming down to stretch. Wow, wow. You know that that all adds up. And I played a lot of golf heading into Augusta and more golf than I, I thought I would be able to play. So he took three weeks off, pressure. went 10 days without even touching the clubs, but he is now switching from Nike to new clubs, tailor-made, and he had to be able to work that out because you got to use them to be able to, to kind of, before you take them out in a tournament. I actually thought about picking up the game of golf. The really? You're kidding. Yeah, for about two seconds. <laughs> Tiger is back on the course today. It is the Wells Fargo Championship. Oh, what's that? Well, it counts if he wins. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah, I know, that's but who else is, is he playing it's, against? Middle schoolers? Yeah. What is he doing? No, 
It's not a major, Mm-mm. but not it major. counts if he wins. It's a number one of our best. It's a legit tournament, though. It's a legitimate this is tournament. Legit. Yes, okay. it's legit. No, Mo, they, they have a bunch of fake tournaments out there now. It sounds a little sketchy. Yeah. It's like, no. yeah. I knew it. Quell Hollow Golf Course. Well, uh, That's uh, Mr. Mitchell's times. at five under in the lead. Tiger Woods. Yeah, where is he? After 11 holes, even. Yeah, all right. So he's five back. He's even par right now, and I'm... If there's anything more Tiger to be talked about, I'm sure Pat Clark will have it when he joins us next. That's your audio file for today. All right. Thank you, Jack. Good job, Pat Clark and sports. Of course, Patrick handles sports over at Channel 2. When we come back, we'll talk about the magic, and we'll talk about Orlando City, and we'll talk about his long-lost half-sister. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check of the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. There is a species of frog that holds in its pee to survive winter. Weird. Jack and Pinkman hold in their pee to survive the control room because engineering keeps it so GD cold in here. Next, a Toy Story airplane is now being flown in China. To Hong Kong and beyond. Am I right? Finally, Philly's Naked Bike Ride Day will now include body painters. Cool. It's like Earth Day birthday on bikes. Headlines were brought to you by Philitowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com and transmission. Who else is going to help you stop the madness? Call now, toll free, 888-978-1041. Real Radio. 104.1. From... Phillips file for a Thursday. Every Thursday at this time, of course, we talk with Pat Clark, who handles sports over at Channel 2, WESH Channel 2 in Orlando. Please welcome Pat Clark back to the program. Hello, Patrick. James, how are you? Doing very well, thank you. How about yourself? It's been it's been a good week. I hope yours has been good, too. Not too bad. Not too bad at all. Did you buy to... any tractors this week? As a matter of fact, I had one delivered today. How about from, that? Some, oh, from stop some... it. No, you didn't. He did. I did for some good folks out of Atlantic, Iowa. Probably You probably know where that is, Atlantic, Iowa. Mm-hmm. Yep. And what do you do with the, what do you do with the tractor? Do you, it's um, in the garage. You just, I, I mean, I'm sure you can use it. You're not going to buy a tractor just to look at it, are you? Or no, are you? No, I kind of. Kind of fiddle around with them and then drive them around and... Is it no. a John Deere? No. Massey Ferguson? I've gotten Isn't away from John Deere. Arms I've had nothing but trouble with John Deere's. I love John Deere, but I've not, nothing but trouble with those tractors. Oh, boy. So I've moved over to Ford's. A Ford. Ooh. A Ford tractor. Yes. Be that as it may, but you didn't hear the beginning of the program, but you remember Jana Banana, right? I do, yes. She just bought an 80 acre farm in Kansas. 80 acres? Yes. Yes. Oh, that's not like a little corner in a field now. That's 80 acres. That's a big, uh, that's a nice size. spread. Exactly. (laughs) She's going to grow soybeans. I'm not kidding you either. This is not a joke. I'm not joking. She texted me today, you know, just to catch up on some things and beyond this and that. And she said, no, by the way, I just bought a farm in uh, Kansas. That was an oh, by the way? Huh? uh, There is nothing that I hate more than soybeans. (laughs) <laughs> and I'll tell you why. All right, tell us. My sisters and I were kids growing up. Yeah. When we moved into Colfax, our Uncle Tom had a, a, a spread. I think he had three or 400 acres yeah. just north of Colfax. But he had corn and he had soybeans. And I don't know if you've heard of, of this this phrase, James, but Midwesterners who are listening right now, 
will know what I'm talking about when I talk about walking beans. No. My sisters and I would walk beans in the summertime. What's that? What does that mean? I have no idea. That, me. that's, that means we'd, we'd walk up and down rows of soybeans with these corn sickles. And it, what we could, there would be stalks of corn because when you're, if you planted corn before you planted your beans, inevitably there are, there are seeds of corn still with the beans. So you'll have sprouts of corn coming up in a bean field. Yeah. And those, those things need to be, you need to get rid of those things before you can harvest, harvest the, the crop. So we would walk up and can you imagine? No. I mean, having to spend an entire day no. with my sisters. Walking up and down rows of soybeans, pulling weeds and cutting corn stalks with a sickle. It was just, oh, that's that's part of why I've been affected in such a negative way as I have. That these thoughts, whenever anyone says soybeans to me, that's all I think about. Spending the whole day walking up and down rows of beans with my sisters. Soybeans Not one are. One of them was uh, a conversationalist. Uh-huh. They weren't then. They aren't now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was probably be before the day of Walkman, and you know, what are you going to do except carry a transistor radio right with you, maybe an earplug, and listen to I don't know what station out of Colfax. No, out of Des Moines or somewhere. Out of yeah, Dubuque, yeah, exactly. out of, Des Moines, out of Dubuque, whatever. It was KCOB radio in Newton, which was 10 miles away, and that oh. was my first job, James, doing news at KCOB and also a Wednesday morning program from 10 to 10.30 called Pat's Recipe Roundup. No way. That's awesome. Did you really give recipes? Was that like jello and pretzel recipes and chicken fried steak? I mean, what what kind of recipes? I couldn't get anyone to call in. (laughs) It's like this program. My were 10 miles away listening to me. I'd get a Betty Crocker cookbook, and I I would implore the listeners to call in with their favorite (laughs) recipes. And I I, I swear to God, I I did this for a month on Wednesdays. No one had called. And I'm reading, you know, angel food cake recipes that I said had been, you know, fixed in the KCOB test kitchen. You know, I'd never tasted that stuff. And finally, the fourth week I'm doing this, midway through the show, the phone rings. Yeah. Mike's up there in the studio, and I'm so excited. And I interrupt the recipe that I'm giving. I, 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 I punch the button. I say, hello, you're on Pat's Recipe Roundup. And it was an old woman. Uh-oh. And I was in the middle of giving a recipe, and all that she said to me was, you ready for this? Uh, yeah, yeah. She said, slow down. Ah, that's <laughs> it? Slow down? Yeah. I, you know, I'd, I'd be, this was me reading a recipe, because our, you know, our, our, our <laughs> listeners were just this side of dead. Stop it. <laughs> and I'd say, one cup, one cup sugar. Uh-huh. Two cups flour. <laughs> Uh-huh. And this woman calls in and tells me to slow down. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, fabulous. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my goodness. No. I thought she was going to ask you to come over or something like oh, that. Oh, my God. Stop. <laughs> you know, I really love your voice. Why don't you come over after, I thought your, she was, after it... your shift is over? I'm only about 45 miles. Turn left at the dirt road. And uh, follow the bob wire. That is not what I thought. When he he said an old lady called, I thought she was going to call him out because she has that (laughs) Betty Crocker cookbook, and she knew that he was making up all kinds of horse hockey on his show, Pat's Recipe Roundup. And let me talk about the NFL draft, of course. Uh, Shaquem Griffin, uh, what, picked in the fifth round? Is that right? Am I off on this? Fifth round, he's going to what, to Seattle? Yeah. There was some controversy that uh, the NFL paraded him around a little bit. I don't know if you caught any of that. Was it 
Or, yeah, because it, yeah, they don't I, do that with fifth that. round picks. I don't think that I don't think that Shaquem Griffin looked at it that way. Okay, not at all. All of that exposure, and there was a lot of it in the weeks and days leading up to the draft. That gave him more exposure. I mean, he he left that draft with some endorsement deals, James, mm-hmm. that he may not have had had the NFL not exposed him and the media exposed him in in the way that they did. I don't I don't see that as bad at all. You know, the the only thing that we all need to think about now is how he succeeds in the NFL. This is a great story. Now he's going to go to Seattle. He's reunited with his brother already. It's a terrific story. Correct. But now. He's got to get out on that field and prove that he is worthy of being in the NFL. And that becomes, I believe, the compelling storyline in the weeks and months ahead. What do you think? I I mentioned to somebody that I think it's a great story. I wish him all the best in the world. But there's a big difference, you know, playing for UCF. Granted, great season. I don't take anything away from certainly not anymore with the grief that I get from uh, from uh, from UCF. Mm-hmm. But you're going up against, I mean, this is the creme de la creme when it comes to playing football. I'm just wondering, you know. I, I hope he well, succeeds. I really do. It's a great story. I do, and I, I'll say this. I'd be shocked. I would be shocked if he is not on a roster playing this, this fall on Sundays in really? the NFL. Okay. Well, yeah. good. I just hope he does. I just, I just, I hope he does. Going to watch the... Kentucky Derby tomorrow. You know, I'm I'm kind of starting to uh, lean your way because I know how you feel about horse races. Yeah. But there, th- this is a huge spectacle. And by the way, your listeners can watch the race tomorrow on on Wesh. And I believe the post time is about six thirty yeah. uh, tomorrow. Uh-huh. I mean Saturday, Saturday night at about at six thirty. Uh, I'm I'm not really invested in in horse racing. I I enjoy the two minutes that it takes and. All of the pomp and circumcision leading up to no the circumstance. <laughs> I think you might have mistake, misspoke there for a moment. I think you might have said circumcision. One cup of flour. Oh, okay. okay, sorry about that. Uh huh. Just two saying. cups of sugar. <laughs> Slow down. It was awful. <laughs> you know, hey, you know, and here's here's my family back in Colfax, and they're listening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pat's on the and radio. One of them will help me out by calling in with a recipe. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Good. Not even Betty. Betty was listening for crying out loud. <laughs> she she wasn't call. giving that goop dog recipe no. away. That's prize oh. material right there. They were just so enamored that, you know, the, the brother there, or the, yeah. the, the, the son was on the radio. They were just, oh, my God, can you believe Pat? Pat's on the radio? Mm-hmm. You know how people get. <laughs> $650 a month is what I made doing that job, James. Let me tell you a story. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, there we go. Yeah, I've been on the radio a few years here in town. I've done college radio. Da, 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 da. So I was a news reporter here in town, probably 1974, 75. My father comes into town. My father said, yeah, I'm gonna, you know, uh, i got to go do a little shift. Why don't you come over? And so he comes into the station. You know, the oh. monitor's on in the newsroom. I go on the air. Now, I, I have a lazy tongue anyway. I've been that way all my broadcast career. I, you know, I flub. I, you know, this, that, whatever. I'm Not much. Oh, I'm a fumper broadcaster. I, but So I go in and, and do the newscast, and I have never fumpered so much in my life. 
every other word, oh, every no. other word I tripped over, I'd mispronounced, I this. He never said a word about it, though. I never, Aww. God bless him, he never, you know, usually he might say, well, that was the worst thing I've ever heard in my life, but he didn't do that time. Can you, you imagine, there. though? You're just going, oh, God. You're showing just, off for your dad. Yeah, oh, showing yeah. off and, pff, oof. But what are you going to do? So no Kentucky yeah. Derby, maybe, or just kind of so-so? Well, you need to remember, too, that uh, Saturday also happens to be Cinco de Mayo. Correct. Uh, and you know our, our old friend, Meat Levy, who supplied you with some great food products. That's oh, correct. Oh, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also Meat's birthday on Saturday, so we've got Cinco de Mito <laughs> on Saturday. So there's going to be some big celebrations somewhere. And I know that at some point everyone will stop and, and watch the race, but I don't. I'm not sure that for those folks, it's necessarily going to be a priority on Saturday. If yeah. you know what I mean. I watch it, but I I, I watch it on replay. You tape it, it, right? I do because You're I've afraid. said it every. Yeah, I've said it every time. I've seen horses break down. I've seen races where horses break down. I know the thoroughbred industry. I know at many racetracks, uh, horses will just be left behind by their owners and trainers because they don't perform well. They're just abandoned. And uh, God only know, you know we know, all know stories of great horse rate, uh, great uh, racehorses whose career come to an end, and uh, some of them, believe it or not, but believe it, uh, head to the head to the slaughterhouse. As I just, yeah. you know, just not crazy about it. But if I know the race was okay, nobody broke a leg, nobody stumbled, nobody got injured, I'll watch it on replay. But I won't watch NBC, it live. NBC's coverage is yeah. like hours long. I it think is. They start at like two o'clock in the afternoon. This is uh, this is a big buildup, big buildup. Yeah. Orlando City going for win number five, six, six. I mean, excuse six me. In a row. This is great. This is fantastic. It is. I think that you having Jason Christ into the studio That's has what really been a part of this. <laughs> Don't yeah. Really. Come on. Really. And and God help us. I mean, if the if the Lions lose a game, he's going to have to come back in. <laughs> oh, to get the mojo back. He yeah. did. He actually sat there, and a mo can attest to this, actually sat there and broke a smile. He was adorable. And laughed a couple of times and just kind of said, you know, said dude, coach, just mellow out. It's okay. I'm not here to challenge the strategy of playing the soccer. I mean, we don't do that. We don't know what the hell we're talking about. We're just here having a good time. And he did. He had a good time, I believe. Uh-huh. Either that or he walked out and said, I'll never do that again. Yeah. What'd you put well, me in there for? Yeah. I think we all agree this has been a real shot in the arm that this community has needed, right? Fantastic. I love it. You had a horrible, horrible magic season where just nothing went right. And then you had the onset of a new city soccer season that just was not going well. The Orlando Pride weren't whole at the beginning of the season because they had so many players on international duty. So, I mean, early March and into the later weeks of March was just a kind of a bummer. Because the basketball season was ending, the soccer season's beginning, but now we've got this this great momentum. Mm-hmm. You can't really go anywhere without uh, you know hearing people say, "Hey, how about that city soccer team now?" And it's fun. We haven't had that in some time, and it's uh, you know I just hope that that they can sustain it. And they've got they've got a perfect schedule in their near future. They play three of the next four at home right. games, so this is the time to make hay. Got that right. Mm. Let me talk about the Orlando Magic. Uh, oh, we got we some. Have to. Oh, God. Yeah, uh, just for a minute, and then I want to talk about your uh, half sister. Oh, boy. If you want. Uh, they're talking yeah, about what the Grizzlies. when we were walking beans. That's what I wanted to Oh, yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, I, make a, I, I would love to be a farmer. As a matter of fact, when I, I told my wife, Jan has just bought a farm, and I said, I want a farm too. 
a big grave farmer, but I keep saying you have to get up too early in the morning, too much manual labor. And, and he doesn't like to worry about the weather. And it's too much stress. Other what, than that, what I think is it about great... having a farm that you like? I don't know. It's just the idea of having crops. seeing something grow and people th- going to eat it. I think it. you just want to wear the coveralls. Maybe. Yeah. Want to wear that seed company cap. <laughs> and to have a real use for and your a tractor. tractor, yeah, to ride your tractor. To have a real use for it instead of just putting it as an accoutrement. Right, all your of garage. you can stop making fun of my tractors. <laughs> this will discontinue as <laughs> as of this moment. Oh boy! Don't. All right, we got the uh, so Grizzlies head coach. We got David Fisdale. I don't know who he is. Uh, Im Yudoka. Who's that? What? And David Vanderpool. Spurs. Yeah. David Vanderpool, assistant coach with the Blazers. Yeah. Uh, the, the Magic want to interview Mo Howard, but he oh. currently is dead. Mo Howard? <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, even I know that <laughs> it name. It took me about two yeah, seconds to pick up on that. <laughs> oh, my. I say, Mo Howard, who does he coach Mo for? Mo Howard. Isn't uh-huh. he retired? Uh, I think he's Mo with Howard, Utah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to do. He's got that great uh, offense, you know, where they just come along, and when the guy goes up for the basket, they just stick two fingers in their eye. and mm-hmm. <laughs> I forget that. I don't care about that. Talk to me about uh, your half-sister. What's the latest, if you can tell us, if you want to? No, uh, she and her husband, I don't know if I mentioned this last week, they were going to drive to Iowa uh, in June because she doesn't like to fly. This is the latest. They've now canceled that trip to Iowa. Well, they plan to go back to Iowa in early August when my sister Poe celebrates her 60th birthday. Uh-huh. And uh, that's th- that is the time that uh, the rest of the family will will be meeting her for the first time. Right. I, however, am, am planning to go to California in mid June, at which time I plan to meet her out there then. So, and that actually there's pressure now. I I desperately need to go to California because that's part of the reason why they canceled their trip to Iowa in June because they knew that I was coming out there and they didn't. They didn't want to miss the opportunity to meet one of the Clark kids. So uh-huh. that's all that's going to play out. I'll have a, a great report for you folks. Um, have you seen a I'm picture? Sure a, a yeah, I was just thinking about it. Have you seen a picture of her? Oh, yeah. Does she they, look uh, any anything like you or the or sisters your, or yeah. your dad? Uh, Could, I, I made the mistake. Uh-oh. Um, no, 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 no. There I, we go. No, 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 no. It's, no, this is not altogether bad. But I told you that uh, you know a couple of my sisters are not having; they are having a little bit of a problem. Yeah, right. With this. They don't want any and part I of just, it. Yeah. I just happened when I was telling the rest of the family on the phone, and my sister Agnes was in Michigan. She was on the phone, and the rest of my sisters were in Ankeny, Iowa, uh-huh. gathered. And uh, I said, you know, I, I, I portrayed this as a great story, and I still believe that it is. Um, and I, I said, and, you know, it'll be amazing, guys, when, when you see what this woman looks like, because she looks a lot like one of you. Uh-oh. <laughs> and then what happened? Did they say, which well, one of us? Which one? And then the conversation ended, and I went on with my day, and that's when, uh, that's when things um, went from bad to worse. Sideways, oh, no. Got a little bit sideways for one or two of them. But listen, they're they're going to take their their time, and uh, yeah, yeah, they're going yeah. to come around, and everything's going to be just fine. I know. It just takes you know this is a it's lot shocking. of yeah. 
uh, this is a lot of stuff to be putting on anyone of course it is. at once. So they need time to digest well, it, and everything will be okay. We wish all the best for you and your sisters and everybody involved. And By the way, what's the weather like in Davenport or in Iowa in early November? Oh, boy. Any idea? Uh, we'll take a park at James. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> He's not going. Forget it. Am I anywhere near? Am I anywhere near? Davenport? Part, yeah. I'm going, yeah, up in uh, November. Yeah, there's. Uh, but is that anywhere near Colfax, or am I hours away? Or you you're, said, well, you're in, in Iowa. You're you're not too far away from anything. Yeah. Okay. Um, but if you're flying in today, you know, remember, I went to college in, in. I know it's hard to believe, but I did go to college, <laughs> and I went to college in in Davenport. I, I went to college in the Quad Cities at, at St. Ambrose, home of the Fighting Bees. So if you're flying up, you'll, you'll fly. <laughs> Why? No, 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 no. The what? What's, I'll stop what? by and get one of the sweatshirts. Wait, what was the name I'm of I'm flying into Moline. <laughs> you what? Yes, you're flying into Moline. Yeah, I'm flying into Moline. He knows that's right. But, which, while you're in the Quad Cities, you have to go to Rock Island, James. You have to promise me that. Okay. Uh -oh. You have to go to Rock Island. There is a place called Jim's Rib Haven. Oh. And it's, it's among the best ribs you will ever okay. eat in right. your life. Okay. okay? I'll remind you of that. Okay. Are you seriously going up in November? Uh, I think there's a better than 50-50 chance now, yeah. Because once I've talked about it so much, then you can't back down. Otherwise, then they just say, yeah. I think he was a little right. freaked out about having to fly into Moline. Um, well, it is a it, it is a small airport. Uh -huh. I mean, you guys, you know, you, you remember Hooterville, right? From, <laughs> yeah, that, from that Green TV Acres, show. yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's not very big. Mr. But Haney picks you I mean, up. They'll be able to land the plane. <laughs> yeah. That's good. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Everybody put your foot out and, you know, let's break. You know, <laughs> got the short runway there in Moline. Oh, boy. All right, so Patrick. You're going to see tractors? You're, is that why you're going on? Yeah, there's a That's big correct. tractor show. I mean, I don't, my wife doesn't understand it. Nobody understands it. It's just one of those. Yes, you know, to do it. Just one of those, you know, it's just, you I got to do it. You got to do it. You know, I just got to get up there, up there and. Rub shoulders with those, you know, guys that are descendants the of the Swedes, yeah. and they're all Lutheran or whatever they are up there, and Methodists and Catholics. And oh boy! Well, if you pull the trigger on that trip, James, you need to get in touch with me because I can I can help navigate you around the Quad City area. All right, he knows it well. Yeah. All right, Patrick, have a great weekend, will you? Thank you, James. It's always Talk fun. You, you got it. Mm -hmm. Pack Clark okay, Sports every channel too. He's always got something to say. Got a great, he's a great storyteller. Channel 2 WESH, Channel 2 in Orlando. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. From... Phillips filed for a Thursday. We'll talk with Jim Colbert later in the program, see what he has set for tomorrow between the hours of 3 and 7 on Real Radio. You weren't here last week for David Blaine, were you? I was not. Actually, I was just <laughs> getting home about that time. <laughs> it's a sore spot for him. Uh-oh. For Jack? No. Yeah. Oh. Well, for David Blaine that he didn't yeah, get David to Yeah, David Blaine, Jack. yeah. 
Because I spoke with him on the phone, and he was looking forward to meeting me. Mm-hmm. Oh, I bet. Yeah. No, we did a, a telephone interview two weeks prior, and he really enjoyed it. And they he contact they contacted us immediately. Said, "Hey, he'd like to come in next time he's in town." I'm like, "Sure." Well, I thought he threw out a bad word. He did on the phone, and, I, and, he, and then- he, he might have felt guilty about that. <laughs> I mean, I dumped it immediately. Yeah, but he the. And the curse he dropped was Harrison Ford's reaction to one of his tricks. He was doing a trick for Harrison Ford. Yeah. And Harrison Ford said, get the blank out of here. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay. And he just said that. And But we, we caught it. But uh, no, he he was very nice and, and came in. And I hear he was uh, a wonderful guest when he was on the air here. I don't, I don't need to name the place we were at, but I remember the magician. I mean, they're absolutely terrific. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand any of this stuff. I can hardly get a uh, a quarter to disappear. That's all I wanted to do, you know, so you can pull it up from behind somebody's ear. Right. Sometimes I can pull it off, and other times it doesn't work very well. But remember that magician yep. at that place? I do. And, and he said, pick a card, any card, and then he picked the card and put it back in the in the deck and then said, look at the ceiling, and it's the same card is stuck on the ceiling. <laughs> it's stuck on the ceiling. <laughs> I mean, a ceiling so high, you could not, you can't reach it. You can't step, you couldn't even step on a sofa and reach it. That's so that, how high yeah, it was. was I, a, now, I don't get that. I, I don't understand cool how trick. that stuff works. And as magic. it should be. And David oh, Blaine yeah. does a lot of that, you know, street magic, that up close magic, but he also does endurance uh, uh, feats as right. well. You see, I'm not crazy about that. That doesn't the, do anything for me. Well, what he's doing, like, uh, when he's, he's going to be at the Dr. Phillips Center for the Performing Arts June 11th. And before the show, he's going to be out in the lobby doing some close-up magic and stuff. And he gets ready for the show that way. It's kind of neat. What's the last thing he did, the endurance thing? The ice? Was he buried? Uh, I, don't I don't know. He does one where he holds his breath for a time that humans are not supposed to, longer than humans are supposed to hold their breath. Mm-hmm. I know that. Well, how? He does some mad training. I heard him on with Tom and Danny. He was talking about a trick where you drink water, then kerosene, Ew. and oh, then yeah. you you spit like fire like a dragon. And then you put the fire out with the with water. With the water. But it's all about controlling your body, having total control of your body where you're able to do things like well, fire that. Breathers, the fire yeah. breathers coat the, the inside of their mouths. Mm-hmm. And then they put a flammable liquid in there, and then they spit it out, and they light it. Right. Yeah, that's anybody can do that. Oh, anybody. Yeah. Well, I'm not doing it. Well, I'll try with Pinkman on Monday. All right. Yeah, well, they coat the inside of their mouth. I'm not sure what they coat it with. Yeah, and then they, you know, whether well, there's, I guess, gasoline or something that's flammable like that and spit it out, and it's a it's a fine spray. It's a mist, and that's, that's essentially what ignites. It's like igniting an aerosol spray from a can. Come on. I want you to think about that all weekend, Mr. Pinkman. I'll be. I'll practice. Can we do it with just like one fifty one or something? Have you chosen a wedding venue? <laughs> yes, you have. Ooh. I know, right? Is it the good ship lollipop? Is it one yes. of those where your betrothed, your fiance, you're going? She's going back and forth. I don't know. I don't know. And you said, "I'm going to make it easy on us. I'm picking this." No. Finally, you put your foot down, a man of the house. Oh, he's not doing. I'm wearing that. the pants in this family. <laughs> Somebody's got to make a decision, so I'm going to do it. We were ready to pick one. Maybe and I love you, but you got you know this is this is getting crazy. Been going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. We driving were, me absolutely nuts. 
We were about to pick one, and then I was like, let's at least go look at this one. Oh, so you're the one who's vacillating. And then she's all... Grimzilla. And then she's all, oh my <laughs> god, I love it, it's perfect. And then the price range was right, so we picked it. Oh, good for you. Well, yeah, congratulations. Bro. Oh, yeah, bro. Yeah, that's a little bit of weight off your shoulders, right? At least a little bit. Yeah, what's the next uh, weight on your shoulders? Uh, Calling the guest list? Yes, and then suits. I think. Yeah, because you know a lot of people. You know more people than I do. Too I've many. been here forever. Too many people. Do oh, I invite dicey, the mayor? Though. How do you do that, Mo? Did well. How do I... you how do you do that? You know, you know a lot of people. You got a lot of friends. Do, this yeah. and that. It's hard to make. Somebody's going to be on the wrong side of the line. If you're having a hundred, <sighs> there's somebody that's one hundred and one. And what are you going to do with that person? Mm. You, know? you say anything. No. And then you always get to that person who would have been in the invite group, but they kind of come with, if you invite them, then you'd have to invite someone else. Right. And then that group, it's like having a work party. If you're going to invite a co-worker, then if you don't invite them all, it's like, ugh. That's a mess. Yeah. And, and Mo said the bride gets more, I uh, guess to send out more invitations than the groom. Is that right? Mm-hmm. According to yeah, but we've got an overlapping list of yeah, friends. Yeah, sure, so. sure. Well, so you're lucky then. Yeah. So those all count as Pinkmans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that that was my her. allotment. Yeah. yeah, everyone she agreed to. All the joint friends count as yours. All right, so what do you do? Somebody comes up and you know, hey, I hear you're getting married, man. I can't wait to go to the wedding, and you're already thinking, man, dude, you're not on the list. Do you say anything? No, I don't think anyone should assume <laughs> they're going to a wedding. I think a lot I'm of people. Assuming. I think a lot of people assume that they're going to be invited. Really? Yes. Oh, Fritz thinks he's going. I would like to go. Well, what you'd like to and what they have room for is a different story. Hey, Why don't you, don't you sell enough. tickets to it? There you go. Let's turn can, it into a profit-making can event. Can I sell them to my friends? I say we make it an event. We get sponsors. How many, uh, sell tickets. How many do you think you'll have at the wedding? 50? 100? A little over 100, I think. That's a, bit, that's a pretty big wedding, isn't it, Mo? Yep. I, don't, I didn't even realize I knew that many people until we started putting the list together. Mm. Oh, you know what the next point of contention is going to be? What? Uh, once you get that, it's going to be registering for stuff. No, bring me cash, please. People don't want to give cash for weddings. Oh, yeah, they no. do. Oh, yeah, no. I That's do. That's what we do in the Italian family. I do. Family. Yeah, especially yeah, look at you... this. A little something gets you started. I know. Put it in the card. Hey, you put it you in know? that fancy bird box you got set up there. Hope okay. this helps you get along. What's you it going rate saying? for weddings now? Anthony, you're doing a great job. Mm. What's your name again? Oh, Pinkman? Okay. You too. I don't know, 10, 20 bucks? Mm -mm. Minimum, (laughs) minimum, minimum cash in the envelope. I wish you all the best in the the world, despite the fact the odds uh, say there's a 50% chance of you getting divorced within three years. But anyway, have a happy life. Here's 100 bucks. 100 bucks minimum? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll get him a toaster. I'm going to put that on the invitation. Toaster will cost 30 bucks. I have a toaster. Well, too That's bad. why you don't register for it's a Not toaster. on my register. I think a lot of couples would like cash. I agree. Helps you with a house down payment you or go. your honeymoon or whatever. It was one of my best wedding gifts. Cash? Mm-hmm. See? So you understand. Yeah. So anyone out there, bring cash, please. Oh, my God. That's so... That's, <laughs> I don't know. That, that whole dollar thing, you know, like... I don't know if I'm going to be invited, but if I am, can I sell my spot? Depends who you're selling to. I mean, There's... to you. Can I make a, a worthy contribution? Oh, I sure. Have to show up. Totally. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm not forced. I don't want to force Actually, you to do anything. Now he's going to add you to the list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but would it help, you know? I mean, it, I, might, I think Jim. it probably would help from some, you know, if some people say, look, I don't know if you're going to invite me or not, but hey, don't worry about it. Because, uh, you know, it's not my thing. I wish you all the best in the world. What, weddings Thank aren't your you. thing? Yeah, this is kind of. The food's going to be good too, Butler Past Hors d'oeuvres. No, a past order. Damn, look at this fancy. Yeah, Mr. Fancy Schmancy. We're going to have Shivari chairs, sir. Oh, you know, those are nice. Yeah. Mahogany. What are you going to wear? Are you allowed to say? I don't know yet. I don't know if I'm going to go, like, suit or do it up and do a tux. Probably not tux, though. Well, the groom could do the tux and everyone else could be in a suit. I don't like that. Why? You're the one No, 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 no. If the... It's a night. Your wedding. groomsmen are in a tux and you're in a suit. No, back we have a backwards. No, he's in a tux and everybody else is in a suit. In a nice suit. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I don't know if I want to wear yeah, a tux though. They're kind of out. Tuxedos are. Tuxedos are never out. No, oh, you're just, yeah. Yeah. You're it's just classic. afraid. You're just afraid of wearing out. one. I don't understand cummerbunds. You don't have to wear a cummerbund. Hardly anyone wears cummerbunds a cummerbund anymore. Out. They're out. Oh, just got a text. Donald Trump. Uh oh. What? Text says, "Am I invited?" Ooh. I don't know. The text <laughs> Some are... unnamed oh. person. <laughs> All right, wriggle around it closest to the pin right around the corner. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Want to play a game? Call now for closest to the pin. 407-916-1041. From... And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all going to get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Hey, it's Big Henry's birthday. We're going to talk to Big Henry in a couple of minutes. It's your sub. First things first, however. Time for that regular round of closest to the pin. I'm playing against Nick. And David is the backup. Explain the prize while I head to the soundproof booth. Oh, it's a great prize today, sir. And it will be explained so greatly and hugely beautifully. <laughs> I know, you don't have it, do you? No, I know that Nick on line three is going to love this prize he's, when he's he hears it. two things, Mo. He's actually clicking through the program where that tells him what the prizes are, and he's also trying to finish the last bits of Doritos that oh, yeah. are in his mouth mm-hmm. as good. he's trying to speak on the air. That's Nick good. is going to be so thrilled to find out that today we have a pair of tickets to see Echo and the Bunny Man and the Violent Femmes Woo! at the House of Blues on Friday, July 20th. You can buy your tickets now. Go to realradio.fm keyword tickets for more info. Is Fritz here? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Good, no. Fritz. We need. He's not. Oh, never mind. No, 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 no. And why are you saying yeah, Pinkman? I'm I thought he was here. I'm looking at an empty here. chair. Nope. Okay. Where the uh, heck is he? Nope. Let's get uh, Nick on board and ready to play the game. Hello, Nick. Yeah, I'm here, Pinkman. I'm more excited about the Doritos than the Violent Femmes, but I'll take it. Oh, okay. Nick. Uh, you know, we can get rid of you and find someone else to play. That's cool no, too. No. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Uh, category, it's all about this Saturday, uh, sent by Brad, co-producer for All Gaming. It's called Rerun the Derby. It's more facts and figures about the Kentucky Derby in reference to the 144th running of the Derby this Saturday. We were talking about it earlier. You have a quiz about it now. Are you ready to go, Nick? Let's do it. Here we go in three, two, one. How many female horses have won the Kentucky Derby? Three. 
The youngest jockey to win the esteemed race was just 15. Bill Shoemaker holds the title as the oldest winner. How old was he when he won the 1986 title? 42. The Derby is also referred to as the Run for the Roses because the winner is awarded a blanket sewn with roses post-race. How many roses go into the blanket? Uh, 320. A pioneer in the field of horse racing, Diane Crump became the first female jockey to ride in the Kentucky Derby. What year was that? 1964. What is the maximum age for a horse to run in the Kentucky Derby? 10. Time. All right. Whoa. Put you on hold. Actually did pretty well up until yeah. one of them. Oh, there. now Jim and Fritz are back. Oh, oh Jim Fritz. Uh-huh. Fritz Jim. Oh, boy. What do you think they were doing hanging out? I guess yeah. they were in the hallway together. Playing guitar. Yeah, Fritz. So I say, hey, what kind of horsepower is your tractor? And he says, hey, you ever think about, uh, you know, maybe just plowing up your neighbor's lawn? So why, why would I? <laughs> oh, my God. You, know, Fritz... you thought about it. It's like... <laughs> Oh no! I no. I've thought about taking the car and doing some donuts. I know who possess anyone to. Hey, I think that'd be kind of cool if you had a plow and you just went to the neighbor's lawn, just you know, dug it up. Oh no. yeah, it's the call of the void. <laughs> yeah, it is. All right, what do you got for <laughs> a category submitted by Brad? Yeah. It's called rerun the derby. All right, we had a derby category yesterday, and today more facts and figures about the Kentucky Derby. Sure, the hundred and forty fourth running will be this. Saturday, we selected our horses from a hat. Yep. And uh, we I have, have the list. Our bet is on the line. You talked about Pat Clark with the, about the Derby earlier today. And now, Jim, you have five questions to answer about the Derby. Ready right, to go? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Right. We have uh, Nick's time recorded here, and we reset the clock for you. And we'll begin in three, two, one. How many female horses have won the Kentucky Derby? Three. The youngest jockey to win the esteemed race was just 15. Bill Shoemaker holds the title as the oldest winner. How old was he when he won the 1986 title? 44. The Derby is also referred to as the Run for the Roses because the winner is awarded a blanket sewn with roses post-race. How many roses go into the blanket? 365. A pioneer in the field of horse racing... Diane Crump became the first female jockey to ride in the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. What year was that? 1982. What is the maximum age for a horse to run in the Kentucky Derby? Three. Time. 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 All right, I have Jim. No idea. I have your time, but I'm adding five seconds to your time. Oh, I'm doing the math. Oh. No. You ready to uh, grade this? Sure. Thanks to Bradley for the category. How many female horses have won the Kentucky Derby? They both said three. Oh, my. The answer, three. Oh, double points for both of you. It's two to two after one question. Mm-hmm. The only way that happens. Oh, Nick. 1988 was the last one with winning colors. Um, the youngest jockey to win was 15 years old. Bill Shoemaker holds the title as the oldest winner. In 1986, how old was he when he won? Nick said... You guys were close. Um, Nick said 42. Jim said 44. 54. Jim gets the point. It's 3-2. to two. Oh, uh, He's also ridden the most Kentucky Derby horses with 26 wow. for Bill Shoemaker. The Derby is also called the Run for the Roses. They give them a lovely blanket sewn with roses after the race. How many? It weighs about 40 pounds, Ooh. that thing. 
How many roses are on it? Nick said? Uh, 320 roses. 320, Jim uh, said. Uh, 365. Damn. The answer? That's good. 400. Oh. Jim is closer. Jim gets the point. It's 4 to 2. 2 to go? Uh-huh. Come on, Jim. Bring it home. Diane Take Crump. Take a to it. Yeah, Diane Crump. Diane Crump. The first, Crumps. Yes. I believe uh, dated Andy Griffin or and Griffith or Eddie Griffith? Barney Five. Mm. This is Crump. Oh, is that Crump you, or the Crump? One, the, the, where they go to Mount Pilot all the time? Yeah. yeah. Crump. Diane Crump. First female jockey to ride the <laughs> Kentucky Derby. What year was that? Nick said. 64. Jim. 82. 1970. Nick gets Damn the it. point. Oh, he's four within striking range. Four to three? Uh-huh. Come on. You have four. Yeah. Come on. What is the what? maximum age for a horse to run in the Kentucky Derby? Nick said. Ten. Oh, boy. Jim. Three. Three it is. Yeah. Jim wins the game. Horses reach maturity at four years of age. There you go. Sorry about that, Aww. Nick. Uh, David, you pick up the prize. Thanks for playing closest to the pin. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. 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 I'm the champion. <laughs> I am well. the greatest. I will whoop them. I can't lose. I just remember how many years ago was it, Mo? About 22 years ago, they had that great uh, racehorse, Harass. Uh, what? <laughs> remember the, the, yeah, yeah, that great two-year-old? Uh-uh. No, she didn't run. And they had it she up to run. the gate, yeah. and they, uh, they uh, I guess it announcer. came up late, uh, later, whatever, and the announcer had to come on the uh, over the loudspe- uh, loudspeaker and say, scratch her ass. Oh. That's pretty good. Oh. <laughs> That's an annual... Uh, Annual Kentucky Derby it's joke. A gr- it's a groaner, but it is. It, it is, but it's still scratch her ass. Be sure to scratch her ass. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> it's Big Henry's birthday. Okay. Big Henry's been oh, calling this program great. since uh, before I took over. So it's his birthday today, and we want to wish a happy birthday to Big Henry. What are you going to do for your birthday, Big Henry? Hey Jim Weezer, what's up, baby? Uh, <laughs> what's going on, Momo? Hey, hey. Jimbo, what's happening, man? Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Big Henry. Man, I'm 56 years old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. I got a question to ask you, Jim. Sure, Big Henry. I know you're the, you the, you the man to solve this problem. I, I certainly am. Now, you got a friend. Yeah, oh, a friend. Here we go. Day, right? uh, let's say I got a friend, right? And he married, and he got a little female on the side. All right. Mm-hmm. And he got, he, both of them want to take him out to dinner tonight. Oh, right? yeah. So... You always can get over on the wife because you always can tell her you're out of town because you know I'm a truck driver. So I can tell her, I can call her and tell her I'm going to be late. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and plus, you know, the girlfriend's sex is better than the wife. Come on. Right, right, Jim? I, I oh, can't speak to that, God. Big Henry. Uh, I can't speak to that. So <laughs> which one you think? And on the serious side, Tim, for all, Jim, for all the years I know you, yeah. you've always been an honest man. All right. Well, I mean, I can't. Who should I go out with? Uh, who's Who's more likely to kill you, Big Henry? Oh, love Jimmy Blightwin. You got to watch out for the one who's more likely to kill you, and the oh more one, the one who's more likely to kill you is the one you want to is the one you, you, you know. Want to go to dinner with? Yeah, her. you go to dinner with her. Oh, love. So, on the other hand, go with the girlfriend. Go in your particular case, Big Henry. I think maybe you have to go with the girlfriend. 
But you're, you oh, know, man. your wife is going to know. You know what's going to happen. You're going to walk through the door oh, and get a yeah. big frying pan on your head. Oh, man, Jim. I, I just want to have a good time tonight, Jim. You know, I'm 56 years old. I only got about three more good years of good <laughs> So, yeah. you know, and, and I ain't taken to Viagra yet, so I need to do something tonight, right. Jim. Wait a minute. you got to have some birthday music for Big Henry. You know, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, Big Here Henry. Here we go. Okay. You know what Something we do. Like All right. All right, Big Henry. Happy birthday. We're going to play you a birthday song. Uh, we only play this for members of the file oh, and people who we really now. love. Yeah. And Big Henry's a big part of the family. Happy birthday, Henry. Stay safe. Stay alive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't get hit with a frying pan. Jim, I got a friend. A friend. I've always got, I a, got friend. a friend. A friend. Yeah, okay. Mm-mm. Big Henry's always. Always got something going on. Running at risk all the time. Oh, I think I hear it, sort of. Yeah. We'll find it. Yeah, I just want to keep hearing Moira tell me when it's going to start. All right. Ready? <laughs> yeah. oh, got something for Big Henry? Uh, All right, there we go. Moira, is it ready? That's ready. All right. <laughs> Happy birthday, Big Henry. Oh, yeah. song around it's not birthday it's birthday excuse me you're absolutely correct birthday e-i-r-f f as in frank you have a friend because i'm on a birthday uh-huh yeah play play that song and before that call jim you did win your game right in closest to the pen yes i did all right i win is there no one on this planet to even challenge me happy birthday big henry or happy birthday big henry's a big man (laughs) Oh, yeah, you've ever seen him? How do you know? Because he told us he is. Oh, okay. He sounds like a big man. <laughs> like I big, believe that. Big meaning 300 plus pounds or big, tall, I'm six saying big, big Henry's well over 300. Yeah, yeah. But also tall. Oh. Yeah, he's, he's a big man. Truck driver. He sounds tall. He's like Chuck, but taller. Mm-hmm. Tall Chuck, they call him in some circles. Anyway, have you watched the second episode of Westworld? No, I did not. What did I watch and said? Oh, John Mulaney's new uh, comedy special on Netflix. Who's John Mulaney? The, the funny one. He's a funny comic. He's, As opposed to Fred Mulaney? Yeah, Fred. Fred's not, not so funny. funny. No, but John is very funny. Um, he's got three specials on available on Netflix. Uh, my daughter and I went to see him last October. Yeah, that's the one that's now a special, not the one here in Orlando. Family but, friendly. He curses a little bit. He curses a little bit, but he used to be a Saturday Night Live writer, writer okay. uh, a few years ago. He's done some television stuff, but uh, David Letterman called him like the future of comedy not too long ago. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah. When David Letterman was receiving 
uh, some honor. It wasn't the Kennedy Center honor. It was a different honor. I think like the Mark Twain Award. Right. Uh, 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 John Mulaney was one of the presenters yeah. to that at Letterman's request. See what's on Dateline tonight, there, Pinkman. See oh, what they favorite. say. They, yeah, it's my one of my, it's a guilty pleasure. I have to admit it. Well, if you go to Netflix, I recommend the John Mulaney special. Okay. Also, uh, I'll watch John Lost Mulaney. If you'll watch. I'm gonna Westworld. watch. I'm gonna watch the second Westworld. Yeah, otherwise you're gonna get so far behind, and I know you get too far behind. You're gonna, eh, I don't want to no. get. I like Westworld. Oh, I may do it. My sister's coming to town. She'll be in the room. I'll be. I can be in the other room and watch it. I don't like being around people. She's coming down, and you're gonna go in the other room and watch TV. Sure, yes. why not? That's yeah. her sister. Yeah, but that, I mean, is she coming down? Well, well I'm not, not watching. Like he's ignoring you all weekend. Yeah. It's just you know, There's after a while, it's like enough of you. All the nudity in, in in Westworld. I'm not watching that with my sister. That's exactly. weird, Mo. Mm. I'm right. creepier you. All right, know- that is weird though. I mean, you get what? Uh, I get creepy seeing that stuff when I'm sitting there watching it with my wife. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I know Jack was a little creeped out when I would go over there and watch The Sopranos. Oh, yeah, yeah, You know yeah, there's yeah. some things you see on TV. <laughs> I'm telling you, I don't care who you're with, your partner, your wife. I don't care how long you've, how long you've been together. Sometimes there's some things. You're watching a film. You're watching something on TV. You go, hey, this is me. Uh, you know, I'm uncomfortable here. Oof, uh, yep. this is, hey, ye, <laughs> Not saying anything. Mo would come over, watch The Sopranos. Exactly. We really did. We watched The yeah. Sopranos together. It was that fun. Season, That's season, a couple crazy. of seasons. Yeah. Well, I didn't have HBO. My ex-husband was too cheap to let us have HBO. Right. So uh, that's you know, why Jack, he's the ex. And when those right. scenes came out, I would I would go from my couch and sit next to the mom. No, no, you didn't. But I always had to, you know, sort of sit on one like like a one by myself, and then Jack was on the other couch by uh, himself. How you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How you doing? All right, we'll take a little break. When we come back, we'll talk with Jim Colbert. It's the Jim Colbert program tomorrow between three and seven on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Check of the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A dairy farm in New Jersey is now creating pork roll-flavored ice cream. Apparently this is a big deal in New Jersey. I don't know. I had to ask Jack. Turnpike. Bruce Springsteen. Boppity B-O-O-P. Next, police in Michigan now have a cat in the ranks. What's the problem, Possifer? Finally, police in Massachusetts captured a thief after he left his fingerprint in some Play-Doh at the Walmart he robbed. He really should have just stolen that fuzzy pumper barber shop. Headlines were brought to you by WeAreNotTheBanks.com. And transmission. That's right. WeAreNotTheBanks.com. They're better than the banks. Brad Siebert and his team, they are a direct lender, and their mortgages made easy. And they can work with you when you are purchasing a new home or you want to refinance the one you have. If you need a VA loan, they can help. If you are self-employed, they have a special loan program for you. Regardless of your credit history, they can help secure you a loan, tell you what you need uh, let you know what's happening every step of the way until you close on that deal. And they can close in 30 days in most cases. Check them out for all your mortgage needs. The website, so easy to remember, it's wearenotthebanks.com. The 
creamed Israeli gears? Is it just Clapton by himself? I think it's cream, right? You are correct, sir. Once cream. Again, Take it back. It's the Jim Colbert Show tomorrow between the hours of 3 and 7 on Real Radio 104.1 every Thursday at this time. We talked to uh, Jim Colbert to see what he has on tap for tomorrow. I hear, among other things, that you will be talking about scouting. The Boy Scouts of America, of course, has decided to change its 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 name to what? Scouts? Is that right? Scouts BSA. Scout? Uh, scouts and to admit girls yeah. into the scouting program. Which is program. good. I think it's great. What do you think? Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure how to feel about it, to be honest with you. I, I, I thought we had it all figured out with the Boy Scouts and the Girl Scouts. I, I don't. I think with me, it probably falls into that. Uh, why fix what isn't broke? It's been working for almost a hundred years now. I, I just I do not understand it. I think it's an attempt by uh, the Boy Scouts or that organization to increase membership. Uh, there's been so much uh, from some from the evangelical side because of the Boy Scouts accepting uh, gay scouts. Uh, there's been the creation of another, if you want to call it, scouting-type organization affiliated with evangelical churches. And I think scouts, the Boy Scouts of America, have seen a, a, a reduced number of, of boys in their organization. They want to open it up. And, and maybe just, you know, hey, let's, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's join the modern ages as well. I, I like it myself. The idea that everybody likes camping or that everybody, you know, they teach them yeah. skills that both boys and girls need to know. So yeah, it doesn't bother me. Let me put it that way. But I was I was a scout for two weeks. I didn't like them labeling me a te- a tenderfoot because I was tougher than anybody who was in there. And uh, not that I'm a tough guy, but I was tougher than them. And uh, they took that uh, tenderfoot uh, business. And yeah, shut Jack it. didn't like it because it's called him a wee blow. Yeah, yeah, that's when I quit. Exactly. I ain't no wee blow. And I didn't like Girl Scouts because they made you pee in a latrine. But you know so. that. Uh, <laughs> You know that Pinkman is an Eagle Scout. Yeah, he went all the way through. Yeah. So, oh yeah, bro. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Were, were you ever in scouting? Yeah, actually, uh, I was a Cub Scout and a Boy Scout for a short period of time for Boy Scouts. But I think I did the entire Cub Scout run. Yeah. Uh, through the age, it's hard to remember. And I was actually a uh, was it a bear? There's a Cub bear claw. Yeah, bear. The little bear. So whatever. I think that's younger than Cub, is it not? That's. Uh, rank within Cub Scouts. I believe it goes Tenderfoot, Bear, Wolf, Weeblow, mm. and then you advance to Boy Scouts. Yeah. Yeah. I did like four stages of it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Actually, it's, uh, you know, where one of, one of the places I got the love of like doing stuff with my hands and, and, you know, uh, stuff like that. I just, I enjoy it. I don't know why. Yeah, I think any organization, I mean, you know, kids get together, you know, whether it's Little League or, you know, if it's handled properly, you have responsible adults around, kids are in an organization, team effort, all that kind of stuff. They learn to to live and work with others and accomplish things, you know. And get those cool badges, too. Yeah, but I mean, I think think it's a good experience for, for a lot of kids. And I think it offers an opportunity for a lot of kids who otherwise, you know, you know, can't uh, can't belong to any organization, so to speak. Maybe they're not coordinated enough to be, you know, on the pony league or the little league, and you know, and they have other interests too. A lot of you know, a lot of kids, you know, as well as I do. Parents force their kids into sports. You know, their kids are klutzes, and their parents just want them to be good enough so they can win a college scholarship, so they don't have to pay for it. And the kids have no interest whatsoever in playing uh, right field. You know, they want to. They'd rather mess around with the scouts. Good, good for them. 
You know, the uh, so funny enough, I have that exact experience. I have a daughter who is uh, 5'9", who wanted to play at the college level and had to kill herself in the gym to get in shape to play right. the position she played at her height. And then I have a daughter who's six feet tall who coaches would look at her and go, I'll give you a deal right now. But she just simply wasn't willing to practice. She didn't want to do it. She, right. her, she figured her time differently and had no interest in having her life consumed by volleyball and chose not to do it. So, uh, you know, and I, I disagreed. I would have been one of those parents saying, hey, man, it's an opportunity to get a free education. And, uh, and all you have to do is put her in a little work. And she just couldn't even stomach the idea of having that thing dominate her life that much, even that at young of an age. Can I ask you a question? And if you say, look, uh, I'd rather not talk about this, tell me. I mean, uh, you're yeah, honest sure. enough to do that because there was a tweet I think I caught the other day where some was a re- someone who's related to you, I believe, was the object slash victim of sexual harassment. Am I right? Not you're your right. wife. Somebody else. My daughter. A, your daughter. And yes. the, well, I, don't, I don't even know what question That's to ask. Question. Is, well, I mean, I... As the father of a of a young woman who has been sexually harassed, you just want to go beat the hell out of somebody. How did you counsel her? So, so this is a really unique situation because my daughter worked in a restaurant, and I have a radio show that has a very good relationship with the culinary community of Orlando. I heard it last one, Sunday. I thought it was terrific. By the way, thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. And I appreciate the uh, the text you gave me too. Um, but there is one particular person in town uh, who has chosen to use his uh, affluence in that particular uh, line of work yeah. to uh, force himself and say ungodly things to people. And this is a person that I helped out, actually stuck my mm-hmm. hand out to and mm-hmm. welcomed them onto my program to help promote their restaurant. And uh, that person, uh, when you have that affliction, when you when you can't control yourself, when it consumes you, the idea of being the overlord of a woman or feeling like you can be uh, the inflevel ninja misogynist and say things to somebody because they happen to be cute and keep themselves in good shape and you are not any of those things and could never attract a person like my daughter in the normal world sure. with your normal personality because it's so defunct that you could never get her to even look at you. Uh, you basically do those things that we hear about uh, guys like Cosby and Weinstein and guys like that do. That's a real-world thing. happened to me. So what I want to do is walk into this guy's place and grab him by his hair and pull him out into his dining room and just beat the complete piss right out of him. Well, that's what you want to do, but you can't do that's that. That's what I want to do, but of course you and I know both know that uh, that goes over very poorly for people in our business. Do I know this person? Yeah, yeah I don't know if you do or not. Okay. I, I, I certainly wouldn't throw any names out there. I would, I would never do anything. Like, no, it's, it's, just... it's not It's not business smart to do that. And that's the other unique situation. And now it's kind of affecting the way I do business. had a meeting today where that person's name came up because the show wants to be part of this event coming up in the near future. And, you know, now we have to really be careful of where we are because, you know, after a while, like Mo said, after a while I can, you know, uh, as a father, you know, to a daughter – who looks to me for protection, yeah. it's hard for me to justify being silent with either my mouth or my body. Have you said anything to this person? Uh, I've, been re- I've been asked not to uh, by my legal team. Uh, I have contacted the people who have money invested in that restaurant. Some of those people are very well known in the city, and I've let right. them know okay. uh, that they are 
on notice, and I do have the means to spread an unbelievable word. Uh, and uh, well, don't but, do anything uh, stupid. That person, right? You don't want to give person, I mean, don't, yeah, don't give any ammunition. You know, I mean, you know, the defamation thing and all. I mean, you're smart enough not to fall into that trap. Just be very yeah, yeah. careful. Just, I mean, just yeah. be careful with it. Yeah, no, 100%. I can't do that. Uh, but that, you know, the, here's the thing. We've taken every possible avenue that we can take right. within the realm of keeping jobs and not getting into lawsuits. Yeah, okay. I'm not interested in that business at all, but I do have to maintain my integrity yeah. of the father of the child. I wish you the best of luck with that. I got about another 30 seconds. What, what else is on tap for tomorrow between 3 and 7? So a study came out uh, recently that uh, says that the drunk you may actually be the real you. So we're going to explore that a little yeah. bit because okay. I, I, I like the idea that I, I meet people that I love when they have a little buzz, can't really stand when they're sober. And I've wondered myself, hey, man, you know, that's a very interesting concept. We're going to talk about that a little bit. Okay. Uh, the running of the Chihuahuas in Winter Park this weekend for Cinco de Mayo. Right. Uh, we're going to exploit Jack's vacation, all kinds of fun stuff, Jim. Okay, Woo-hoo! Jimmy, we'll be listening. Good show tomorrow. Thanks, sir. You got it, man. Jim Colbert Show between the hours of 3 and 7 on Friday on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. Hey, grab a line for So You Want to Win. We'll get that underway in a few minutes or so, but Mo's been perusing the uh, Dear Amy column. Yeah. There's a great one. I always read the Dear Amy. Who's, now, who's Amy? It's like Dear Abby, but not. It's in the newspaper. The new one. Yeah, yeah. The new Dear Abby? Okay. Uh-huh. And uh, this is written in from a young guy uh, who goes to college in the same town that he grow- grows up in. and he uh, So he lives at home. And it's not until he is graduated from college and gets a job where his best friend from high school lives and they are real roommates. They get an apartment together and they're roommates. Everything is fine and dandy with roommates from his hometown except for this. On a few occasions, this writer has caught the roommate wearing his clothes. Whoa. Also notice that he's Ew. also been wearing his boxers. What? When I asked him why he was wearing my underpants, underwear, it says here, he says he's been too busy to do laundry. He works full time, is getting his graduate degree. At, and that's no excuse, right? To wear my clothes, especially in parentheses, my underwear. Is that normal? When I ask him, he laughs it off and says it's no big deal. And that he and his roommates in college borrowed their clothes, even briefs if they fell behind on their laundry. I wouldn't want, now he writes, Amy, I wouldn't want to wear another man's underwear, and I don't want someone else wearing mine. How do I tell him to stop? I'm not confrontational. Well, number one, I've always asked Catherine permission before, you know, borrowing some underwear. Number Uh two, I've had plenty of roommates (laughs) over the years in college, military school, all that stuff. That's just not, that's just not done. Now, every once in a while, I can imagine, dude, man, I I got a date, you know, or I got a job interview, I, I don't have a clean, can I borrow one of your shirts? Yes, yeah, sure, fine, go ahead. Uh, but hey, do you mind? Do you mind uh, if I borrow some of your underpants? No, no, no. Okay, Never. everybody agrees. No. Yeah. Uh, that's Not over the all. line. Pinkman yeah. no. had several roommates, including Sloppy Steve. They ever ask if they could borrow some clothes? No. Right, were you the same size? Men just don't. Yes. I understand women do that. Yeah. Men don't do that. No, women it's weird. It. Yeah, no. Women o- do it all the time. Only well, once. men do not do oh, that correct. most of the time. Women right. don't exchange underwear. No, gah, no. I think that's <laughs> a line. I think, you know, I'll, I'm going out. I Can I borrow a shirt? I'm behind on my laundry. I need a shirt. I'm going to class. I got to go. Can that's I borrow? fair. Okay. You have to ask permission with the understanding yeah. you don't ask to borrow underwear. 
that's that's beyond the pale. You can get a tube of underwear for a couple of bucks. Come on, buddy. Right. But now it's 830. I have to be at class at nine. And he just that guy's already out. So he goes into his commando. Underwear. You go commando. that day. He goes underwear drawer, Duh. takes out what he needs. And then, you know, the guy, he finds out that he's, you know, his boxer briefs are on someone else's tush. Not good. Nope. I don't like that. I don't like that either. No, also, sir. he's going into his drawers without permission also. Well, what, what this Amy lady say? You know, well, she does indeed. She clarifies. Borrowing something is using someone's stuff with their permission. If you borrow something, a cup of sugar, you ha- you know, or a t-shirt, you have their permission. Taking something is helping yourself to another person's belongings because you feel like it. Yeah, that's uh-huh. OPP. You can't do that. Yeah, you know it's me. No, you don't do that, man. No, you don't. <laughs> okay. You go, well, now, okay, and, now what do you say? And Maybe the some, guy's bigger than he is, but if he's qu- bigger than, how's he fitting into the guy's underpants? I mean, what are you afraid of? Now so, he's stretching them out. Dude, come on. Getting yep. his junk all over your, where Ew, your junk. Oh, God, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, beat his ass. Here's how you need to take care of yourself. Here's what she suggests doing. Use your voice. When you don't like something, express yourself. Plainly, firmly, and respectfully. You say a version of this. Dude, no. Just no. Please don't do that anymore. I don't like it. Now, this is not a confrontation, but a simple stating of your needs. Friends and roommates must be honest and respectful. So, dude, like that that's over the line for me. Just don't do that anymore, please. Boy, come on, man. You know, you know how you know I'm busy. I got the do- you know the doctorate dissertation I'm working mm-hmm. on. You know, I'm working, you know, just seems like twenty six hours a day. You know, every, you know, I'm kinda absent minded. I'm just you know, come on, every, come on. Just a pair of briefs. Come on. No. Uh, if you ask me, you can borrow my clothes, but you can never from this day forward borrow my underwear. I think that's what he needs to say to the guy, lay it straight up. Yeah, plain, man up. Plain and firm. And then it what but then what are the consequences if he catches the guy wearing his stuff again? I think you have to have some I mean You gotta call Chuck. <laughs> no, but he's beating anybody up over underpants. Well Chuck won't tell. You'll never know. Or get what you know what some of those um hot peppers, those ghost peppers. Oh yes. yeah. Rub one of those inside <laughs> your underwear. <laughs> oh, ah. like hey, I warned you I warned you not to wear my underwear. And then his He puts yeah, that or- on, forget about it. Oh, so his nuts are on oh, fire? Oh, he'll be... Oh, he'll put some bangay in there or something. Exactly, on fire. I don't know. I, I think that would be... I think you should do that. No, that's weird. And then he forgets which pair he put it in. Oh, and he you goes gotta, to wear them yeah. on Wednesday, and the next thing you know is... All right, would you be liable? All right, just for, you know... Yeah, what? Remind me to ask Stephen Kramer, Attorney Law, Monday. If what? Okay, All right, so the guy's by, uh, by, uh, taking your underwear, right? Yeah. You say, okay, you follow Jack's advice, all right? Jack says, okay, I'm going to smear uh, jalapeno pepper <laughs> inside the cr- uh, in the crotchal area. The yeah, guy yeah, puts yeah. on the underwear, right? His- Takes a couple of minutes for really to you know, <laughs> kick in. Ah! But he's driving to work, and he loses control of the car because of the hot peppers on his nutsack. Yeah. And he drives into a house, and he's severely injured. He's in a coma for a couple of days. Uh-huh. Are you liable? No. Nobody You've else. already told him not to borrow your underwear. And he does it anyway. And he did it well, anyway. Take your chances, my friend. I don't know if that's true, because you know there's a very good chance if you, you uh, rub jalapeno pepper on your underwear, knowing that the person's going to put them on and it quite possibly could cause so much severe pain that they could lose control of their car. It's like booby-trapping your house or your or your office. You can't do that. I've been burglarized three times, so I'm going to booby-trap it uh, because the next guy that comes in, they're going to be injured. You can't get away with that. You're liable for that. Well, it's a prank almost. It seems like a prank. If you put a bucket of water... Over your door. It's not a prank if he loses control of his no. car and rams into a tree and so dies. Maybe that's a little severe. That's what I'm saying. I mean, make it some first level. Maybe some crystal hot sauce. First level of prankdom. 
you know, is... You don't go Tabasco level. You go crystal uh, level. Uh-huh. I guess. Right. Or that Cholula. Ch- Cholula. Yeah, or maybe just a, you know, yeah. an mm-hmm. odor. A caller suggested itching powder. Mm. Except you have got to be super Fix careful. Va- Vapo rub. You've got to be oh, super that careful. Burn. Yeah, you try that not, on a date. You do not put that <laughs> on yourself by accident. What? And you're getting out of the shower and you're, you know absent-mindedly reaching in your underwear drawer and you pull out that pair. So you stop wearing underwear for a week. (laughs) You know what I would do? I would take your underwear and put it somewhere else. How about that? If that's the thing... Well, that's a rip. Yeah. So now I have to work extra hard to hide my underwear so my roommate doesn't wear it. Correct. That's terrorism. It's easy to do (laughs) and nobody's hurt and nobody's nutsack is on fire. You know what I mean? It seems like an option. I think that's I don't want to do anything. I want to. I want to. I want to wash my underwear. I want to put it. To, you know, and I want to put drawer. it in the Chester drawer. And I don't want anybody touching it except me. Well, I think it's. For, I don't want to hide it. I don't want to roll it up someplace and put it behind the blinds. Then I get another pair behind the bookcase or whatever. No, no, no. I would put. Then all you start of it forgetting where your underwear is. It's like a sock and a dryer put it behind the towels. So, somewhere that you know when you get out. Of, not, nah, when no, you ma- get out of the shower, nah, you're not at a least man. until he gets out of the habit of borrowing your personal delicacies. Girls do that. Men don't do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did America hide when we got attacked? I don't think so. I think you can't go right, right to the crystal hot sauce. I think that's way too much. Well, I'm not saying you do that. I think that's going to extremes. I think you just got to man up, puff out your chest. You say, you're not wearing my underwear ever again. That's a no-no. Yeah. Oh, you don't say no-no. That's a little... Girly, yeah. that's a big Yeah, okay. That's verboten. Well, so her say version... Cool, here's bro. the version. She says, you can tweak right, it. Right, bro. It says, dude, no. Just no. Please don't do that anymore. I don't like it. No, I don't like the please. please oh, I, don't there's no do reason. It. Please don't do that anymore. No, just I don't say, like it. No, you got to be more declaratory. Don't do that. Don't do that again. That's not cool. Don't do that again. Not cool, bro. There's a, a little bit of an implied... Like, I'm going to do gonna something to you, you. Yeah, if you wear my underwear. I'm going to say, what if I do? Dude, I'm well, so Well, I'm going to take a pair of dirty underwear, and I'm going to wrap your head in it at 3 o'clock in the morning. And then I'm going to take see, some. See, you're making it Oh, two can play that, that game. No, see, so it gets mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, up bring it on. Oh, I'm bringing it. On. I think it's too, it ramps up too quickly to intimidation <laughs> and threats. You're not going to follow through with any of those things. So you can't make. How about you lock your door? Yeah. How about I give you a wedgie? Have your parents come over and put a deadbolt lock on your door. You're stretching, dude, and you're stretching out my underwear anyway. What if the guy weighs 30 more pounds? Gets in there, then the next time you wear it, and you and, and they're got, loose. It's loose around your the thighs. Legs. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you got the boxer briefs, and it feels like you're wearing Bermuda shorts. <laughs> I don't know. We're getting a lot of air, airflow going on now. But seriously. I don't know. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. There we go. Time for So You Want a Winner on the Phillips File. Every Thursday at this time, we have three rounds. Round one is Brad's True-False. It's a 50-50, but you have lifelines. You can use Mr. Pinkman and Mr. Fritz as the tag team. Uh, then we're, if you make it through that, you go to round two. It's Brad's in the news. This is a current events quiz. And then if you make it to round three, it's Brad's Who Said That. It's multiple choice. I provide you with a quote. You pick the person who actually made that quote. Mr. Pinkman, what are some of the prizes for So You Want to Win? We've got a four-pack of tickets to the Kennedy Space Center. That's always a good time. You can go to kennedyspacecenter.com for more info. A copy of Claws, a complete first season on DVD set in a South Florida nail salon. Claws is a wickedly funny dark drama. Ooh. A pair of tickets to see Striper at the House of Blues on September 13th. RealRated.fm keyword tickets for that information and a pair of tickets to go see jim norton at the hard rock live tomorrow evening 
you can buy some tickets to that show, realradio.fm keyword ticket. There we go. So no Eddie the Shaman today's a little bit under the weather. Hopefully he'll be back with us next Thursday. Let's get it underway. Mark, you ready to play? Yeah, sure. There we go, Mark. Thanks for hanging in there, buddy. True or false? 61% of drivers in fatal motor vehicle traffic crashes were daydreaming. The number one distraction in those fatalities. Is that true or false? You have lifelines if you want them. Yeah, let's see what the lifelines have to say. What do you guys have to say? Oh, boy. I'm going to say false. Fritz says false. Just seems like a high number. Same. All right. Both yeah. say false. I'll say false as well. All right. That's your final answer? Yes. I'm sorry, it's true. Damn nice it. work, guys. Come sorry, on. bro. Good job. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, there you go. Here is uh, Beth. Ready to play, Beth? Yeah, and I want to tell Big Henry, mm-hmm. he just needs to go with the girlfriend and right, then Beth. just face the consequences <laughs> when he gets home. Okay, all right. Thank you. <laughs> I hope he's listening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love Big Henry. Yeah, don't yeah, we all? Yeah, but we you all may have him. just sent him to the medical examiner, to the morgue. Oh, nice boy. work, Beth. Uh, here we well, go. True whatever. or false? True or false, Beth? <laughs> true or false? Police used latent DNA with an assist from Ancestry.com to finally solve the identity of the Golden Gate Killer. Is that yeah. true or false? True. Want to use a lifeline? Well, tell me again because I think that's true. Police yeah. used latent DNA with an assist from Ancestry.com. To finally solve the identity of the Golden Gate Killer. Actually, it wasn't Ancestry.com. It was another one. What do you want to do here? Oh, man. Because it's like everything... Beth, I want to leave here by 7, all right? So I need need you to either pick a lifeline or give me an answer. All right, give me a lifeline. But I know it wasn't Ancestry.com, so I'm going to say false. I think it was GEDmatch.com, so I'm going to say false. Jedmatch. Yes. That's who it was. Right. Pinkman, what do you think? Uh, I I thought it was true, but All right. whatever. Split decision. What do you want to do, Beth? I'm going false because it was final answer. All right, there you go. Yeah, You're false. Right. 23 exactly and me right. helped in the Golden State Killer Wait. case. They said it wasn't them. It was Jedmatch. Yeah. Thanks, Brad. I don't know. Yeah, come on, Brad. You said Get false. It right. The answer is false. False is false. There we go. Here's Mo. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's see if you can move along to uh, the second round, which is Brad's in the news. Stories ripped from the headlines, and here we go with you. After decades of fighting, there seems to be a thawing between North and South Korea. That's the good news. Word is, an old Cold War is definitely back on, but it's now spilling over to Google, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram, as well as television. It's targeting millennials and involves Morgan Freeman, Missy Elliott, Peter Dinklage, and Busta Rhymes. What is go- who is going at it? Yeah, who's going at it? Okay, come on, boys, help me out. I kind of think I know this. Pink man, yeah. Mountain Dew and Doritos. All right. Oh. All right, Uh, well, that's all I got. Uh, um, The Super Bowl? Is it uh, something like that? Like a commercial or Mm. something? That's what you think. You said you thought you had an answer. Yeah, I think it's the Super Bowl commercials. All right. Because I know Morgan Freeman did the... Cold thing for Mountain Dew uh, or something. Uh, all right, who's going at it? You got to have be definitive. Uh huh. All right, we need specifics. Come on, boys, help me. I Do- thought it was Mountain Dew and Doritos. Yeah, I thought it was Mountain something. Dew and Doritos. I, 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 I think you. Is fits. that what you're going with? Yeah, Mountain Dew yeah. and Doritos. Okay. 
Let's see. That's your final answer? Yeah. No, no it's sorry, Coke and Beth. Pepsi. Coke and what? Pepsi. Coke and Pepsi. Yeah. Sorry. Crap. Fake news. No, no, real news. Brad said so. Huh, you no, guys aren't Brad doing too doesn't well. know anything. Yeah, Brad's been confused lately. Uh-uh. Here we go, Mike. True or false, Mike? <laughs> True or false, Mike? One at a time. Thank you. A massive decade-long study of Western Equatorial Africa's apes found there are 33% more gorillas and 10% more chimpanzees than previously had been thought. Is that true or false? Oh, my goodness. I would think not, uh, but I'd use a lifeline if I have one. Sure. What do you think, guys? Gorillas and chimpanzees, more than previously thought? I'm going to say true. Yes. They're both saying true. Oh, goodness. Their record today hasn't been good, but I'll go with them. That's your final answer? Yeah, there you go. It is true. Two. So there. Good. good job. That's good news. It came through yeah, for you. By the way, the now, underwear thing, yes. you have every right to put the hops in the underwear. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, enough sauce. of that. All right, wait till Monday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, your, your second uh, round is Brad's in the news, and yours is a common bond. National Lumpy Rug Day, National Garden Meditation Day, and World Press Freedom Day. What do these three things have in common? National Lumpy Rug Day, National Garden Meditation Day, and World Press Freedom Day. Yeah, all those things have some. All those three things have some in common. Uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Uh, I use a lifeline because you're way off. Are they all on the same day? Mm-hmm. Are right. they today? See, That's your final answer. Today. They are all today. Good job uh, there, Fritz. Yeah. Thanks, the, Brad. Today is also National Two Different Color Shoes Day. I'm doing it now. And National Day of Prayer Day. All right, here we go for the win, Brad. Who said that? Use your lifelines if you so desire. Quote, I don't care half so much about making money as I do about making my point and coming out ahead. Now, who said that? Oh. Cornelius Vanderbilt, Mark Cuban, Jerry Jones. I'll give you the quote one more time. I don't care half so much about making money as I do about making my point and coming out ahead. Oh. Cornelius Vanderbilt. Uh, the robber baron, uh, Mark Cuban, of course, the zillionaire billionaire, and Jerry From Jones, Dallas, the billionaire who owns the Dallas Cowboys. What do you think there? You can use uh, lifelines if you I'm leaning towards Jerry Jones. What do you think, guys? Jerry Make... Jones owns the Dallas Cowboys? He, he does. does. And Mark Cuban owns the Mavericks, yeah. I think. I'm going to go with the Cornelius guy. Cornelius Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. Who is the namesake of Vanderbilt University, maybe? I and, think so. I like his name. And the house in North Carolina. And... Great something of Anderson Cooper points. Mm. I'm going to go with Cuban. I split decision. Fritz says Cornelius Vanderbilt, the uh, I think some would declare a robber baron. Mm. Mark Cuban, the billionaire. Jerry Jones, the billionaire. Mm. I don't care half so much about making money as I do about making my point nope. coming out <laughs> ahead. That's all that matters to me. Huh. What do you think? Uh, I'll go Cuban. Why not? Go Cuban. That's your final answer? Sure. Now it's Cornelius oh. Vanderbilt. God, he was I'm trying sorry, to get one of the best impressions I have. You I, sounded just like him. Thank you. We don't know what he sounded like. Yeah, he sounded just like me. Oh, all right, sorry. I just love that name, Cornelius. My name uh-huh. is Cornelius Vanderbilt. Mm. And yeah. I care half so much about making money as I do about making my point. That is a billion dollar name. Coming out ahead. Screwing you in the process. No, he never said that. It's a very rich person uh, thing to say. Squashing you like a bug that you mm. are. You measly little moron. I it's like the that. Phillips File <laughs> oh on Real God. Radio 104.1. <laughs> Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. 
A man in Vermont has been arrested for shooting the smoke detector in his apartment. Don't act like we all haven't wanted to shoot a smoke detector with a dead battery. That beeping. The never. Ending. Beeping. Next, a man in Cleveland robbed the same bank he was put in jail for robbing the day he got released. I get it. Sometimes you have to go where everybody knows your name. Finally, an airport cleaner found over $300,000 of gold bars in a trash can. They say he might get to keep them but we know how this works. This guy should have never opened his mouth. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app, Alexa Play Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. And transmission. Orlando City returns home to play host to the Real Salt Lake this Sunday. Coverage begins at 4.30 p.m. on Real Radio 104.1 and iHeartRadio. From and now back to the greatest game show ever. Do you want to win the hokiest, cornballiest, plastic gifts that break when you look at them? Yeah, so you want to win a... Yeah, let's wrap this up, this so you want to win a thing. Here's Art. Are you ready to play Art? Yes, I am. Here we go, Art. True or false? AMC announced it has started post-production of its latest spin-off, The Barking Dead. It features roaming cross-country dog zombies. Is that true or false? You have lifelines. Uh, lifeline. What do you think, guys? That's, it false. just screams false. The barking dead. It barks false. They both say false. false. That's your final answer? Yep. Yeah, there you go. False. Yeah, right. right. Here we go. Round two. Uh-huh. Here's Mo. Now we'll move on to Brad's in the news. Stories ripped from the headlines. And here we go. When you have ants in your house or apartment, it's gross and you usually have tons of them. We deal with fire ants, sugar ants, and those pesky ghost ants, but at least we don't have to put up with a recently discovered toxic breed found in Southeast Asia, yet seems they have an appetite for destruction, one that leaves behind a messy cleanup. The process is called autothesis. What does that mean? Use your lifelines. Oh, that was a question. I thought Moira was describing an ant problem she had at home. <laughs> no, 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 no. Brad, he was very wordy on this one. Well, but I'll anyway. have one, one of these problems. Auto would be self, so, you know, like... Autothesis. Oh. Self. Self-dying, self-killing. And um, self- I'm going to have to go with that. I actually read that article. Um, I believe they explode. That's your final. You got it. You got it. You got wow. it. Well done, gentlemen. Jeez, you ought to be on the program as a lifeline. They self-destruct by exploding, and they spew toxins everywhere, which sounds nasty. Get some raid for that. Brad's who said that. Here we go to the quote. Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. Quote, you put your finger in a little hole and lift up something. What? Now, who said that? (laughs) Steve Carell, Steve Holland, or Moira? You put your finger in a little hole and lift up something. Steve Carell, of course, who... Came from uh, Comedy Central, moved yeah, on to the movies. movies Steve yeah. Holland, our good friend from TM Ranch, or our very own Moira. You put your finger in a little hole and lift up something. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to go a lifeline with that. Yeah, what do you think, it guys? It does sound like the way Mo would describe something. Yeah, in great detail. No. Yeah, in great detail. <laughs> what do you think, Fritz? All right, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with uh, the Mo- majority. Right. That's your final answer? Yes, sir. Yeah! yeah. Right. Hey, good job, now, what were you talking about? Uh, now, bear that's cans. the question. The bear can. To lift it up, you got to put your finger in the hole and lift up a lever. There you go. Same. Lift up something. I don't know what it is. Mm. Badass. Hey, good job there. Who was that, Art? That All right, let's Art. move on to Artie. Alan. Ready to play Alan? You should have asked him if he ever was called hey, Farty Artie. Anybody who's ever no. been an Art you has been called Art Farty right Artie. And I bet he says no. 
What about Artie Smarty Pants? Here we go. Alan, true yeah. or false? In 1950, Britain formally recognized the state of Israel. Is that true or false? Uh, I think that's false, but uh, can I have a lifeline? Lifelines? What do you think? In 1950, Britain, Great Britain, formally recognized the state of Israel. Is that true or false? I'm going to say, true. I don't know. True. true. Uh, a couple years before that, uh, no. they were created. I'm going to say false. True. A split decision. Pinkman says true. Fritz says false. Uh, I think I'm going to stick with false. you stick with false. That's your final answer? Sorry, it's yeah. true. Oh, bro. Oh, no. Debbie, ready to play, Debbie? Hell yeah. All right, here we go, Debbie. True or false, Debbie? An experienced sports team mascot can make over $100,000 per year. Is that true or false? Um, yes. True. True, you say. That's your final answer? Yes. Yeah, the Philly uh, fanatic, fanatic makes $600 an hour. What? Well, he's not working eight hour days, but. No. Wow. 600 bucks an hour. Wow. Moving on to round two, here's Mo. All right, oh boy, here we go again. Oh a formerly revered and idolized icon is back in the news for all the wrong reasons. Though he refutes the allegations as unfair and inaccurate, more stories of groping and lewd behavior have surfaced. Sorry, really, who's become a thorn in the side of CBS? Uh, I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who are they talking about? Use a lifeline, Debbie. Oh, Wait. I'm sorry. Um, Wake up, Debbie. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> what happened there? Lifeline, yes. Uh, that would be one Charlie Rose, uh, Deborah. Yeah, Pinkman says Charlie Rose. What do you think? I'm going to go with that. Yeah, because yeah, I was both saying Charlie Tom Rose. Brokaw, I don't think it's him. Yeah. Charlie Rose? Yes. That's your final answer? Yes. Yeah. Charlie. He's finished. Classic Brad. Classic Charlie. That too. Here we go to Brad's who said that. Here's a quote. Now tell me who said this. Quote, having two children, I am fierce when it comes to my kids. Kellyanne Conway, Jennifer Gardner, or Holly Berry. Having two children, I'm fierce when it comes to my kids. Kellyanne Conway, sometime spokeswoman for the Trump administration. Jennifer Gardner, of course, the actress. Or Halle Berry, the actress. Use a lifeline if you want them. Two of them. I'm going with Kellyanne Conway. You're going with Kellyanne Conway? Yes. Guess what? What? I'm going to give you some help because it's not Kellyanne Conway. It's either Jennifer Gardner or Halle Berry. And I think it's Garner. I think it is Garner. Thanks. All right. Well, maybe I'll there's a Jennifer Gardner no, out there. I don't know. No, Jennifer Garner or what's the other one? Halle Berry. Yeah. I know. Uh, wait, she, she hasn't said lifelines, has she? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I no. say lifelines. Oh. I would go with uh, Sherry's Berry. Halle Berry, yeah. just because uh, I know that she moved to France or something because of the paparazzo taking pictures of her kids. Paparazzi. Paparazzo, paparazzi, tomato, tomato. Do you know what that means? <laughs> it means ass scratcher or something. It's something derogatory, right? No, it's it's mosquito. <laughs> it's terrorism. It's, it's mosquito, a pesky mosquito in Italian. is paparazzi. And That's one of them is mangia, a paparazzo, mangia. Arrivederci. But more than one is paparazzi. Uh, so Rome. Gorlami. Yeah. Salami, bologna. Stugats. No, no, that's, that's not Anthony, right. Anthony, you're I doing thought. a great job. Right. Look at this. What does she want to Gabagool. do? I missed it. I'm having two children. I'm fierce when it comes to my kids. It's either Jennifer Garner or Holly Berry. Holly Berry. I say Jennifer Garner. And you say... Halle Berry, Halle Berry, split decision. What do you want to do? Debbie. 
Oh, geez. Okay, I'm going to go with Jennifer Garner. All right, here we go. That's your final answer? Yes. Oh, no. sorry. Oh, no, Debbie. Barry. No. I'm so sorry, Debbie. What are you thinking? Pinky, come I, on. I don't know. She's got two kids, and then Ben Affleck's got that back tattoo, and she's all like, no, kids, don't look at Daddy's back. That is a, you know, that's just, I don't know. I, yeah. I, that is a terrible. Yeah. What do you do? What do you do, Jim? I don't know what you do. Oh, no, you two are best friends, huh? <laughs> You have one hallway moment about tractors. <laughs> oh, we don't have moment. a hallway moment. He's the one. He's he's suggesting that I vandalize my neighbor's lawn. Not cool, bro. Why the hell not? It's like, hey, why not? Why not just uh, go over there and plow up your neighbor's lawn? That'd be cool, wouldn't it, bro? Live a yeah, lawn. why not? Find Live out where up. he lives. Plow up his lawn. Huh? Find out where he lives. Plow up his lawn. I can tell Think you. I'll so tell up. you where Fritz lives. <laughs> And see if he thinks it's so amusing. Yeah, see if your fancy crows land on your plowed up lawn, oh, bro. I love my crows so much. They're still coming back? Yeah, they are. Every day? They don't even call anymore, Jim. They just land. Do they leave your presence? Not yet. Mm-mm. I found out that was more of a northwest, like Portland kind of area. You know, Pacific no, I think, it's a, I think it's a crow thing. Everywhere I think crows are known. To... It is so cool. They can see me just walk outside and they'll just land. Hey, man, what's up? And I throw out the peanuts. They go, thank you kindly. Oh. They fly off. I saw two of those so uh, Woody Woodpecker woodpeckers today. With the redhead? The big ones? The big yeah. ones? Yeah, they're cute. Damn, unless they land on your shoulder and start pecking up <laughs> your head. No, they don't do that. I don't think that's a thing. Man, they really get they really get into it. It's like, do, 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 do. They're, they're going. Tearing a, thing, tearing a tree apart. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Here's Cheryl. You're last up, I think, Cheryl. Hi. Oh, that's good news. Okay, Cheryl. Now we gotta because you're last up. You know, I gotta. You have to help me fill time. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay, no problem. What well, do you want to talk about? Let's just take. <laughs> <laughs> I like to already give her something. Yeah, <laughs> nice <yeah>. lady, <laughs> Cheryl. You get a full half point for yeah, well, an extra point for that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, Cheryl. This is true or false. Okay. True or false? Secret Secretariat made about seven hundred fifty thousand dollars on the track. But his breeding rights went for $3 million. Is that true or false? Use your lifelines mm. if you want to, Cheryl, and take your time. Um, I mean, I feel like that's true, but I feel like it could be more. That's the right What do you think, guys? See, I don't know what that means. Well, you know, breeding rights went for $3 million. $3 million a shot? Yeah, yes. yes. all together. No, a shot. In his lifetime. Oh, a no, shot. No, 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 a shot. Mm. Well, not a shot, but, you know, you like know. a. Well, you know. yeah, I mean. You know, yeah. like a. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, listen. Like a, <laughs> gross. Come on, those noises. <laughs> right, I'm going to go with true. I will also go with true. Secretary Uh-oh. made about $750,000 on the track, but his breeding rights went for $3 million. True or false? I also, if it's per shot, I say true. That is a lot of money per shot, though. Yeah, three million. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go false. All right, Fritz is changing his mind. He's going false. He doesn't think, he thinks three million dollars a shot is a little bit too high. Pinkman, what do you think? What are you I do? think I might agree with that. <laughs> they both changed their minds. They're mind. both changing their minds. <laughs> they, don't think okay. they, they don't think Secretariat's going to get that much per shot. I mean, horses. There's a lot of money in horses. And this was a triple crown winner. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Best of the best. Well, that doesn't mean it went from $3 million down to $24.95. No. No, no. It's (laughs) the best shot ever. It's a triple crown winner. (laughs) 
What do you think, um, Cheryl? True or false? I am going to stick to my guns and say true. Uh, don't do that, What's please. What's the matter with okay, you? Okay, I I go with Pinky and 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 Fritz. And Fritz and I That's your final answer. Yeah, there you go. Good, good oh, job there, Cheryl. Ooh, right, little, little, you one of the many of reasons we like you so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Dateline, <laughs> Panama City. A 39-year-old Florida man and his 19-year-old daughter were arrested and charged after they were caught in a neighbor's backyard. Seems that Justin and Taylor Bunn were on a mission to get closer to one another. The father was on top of the situation before they were spotted and police arrived. Why were... These people arrest. Well, oh, I see what it says. Why were the buns squeezed? Uh, because he was trying to give her a shot. <laughs> oh, golly. Oh, good God. In Classic. reference yeah. to, you know, no, in uh, some, reference yeah. to that other question, Jim, you know what I mean? Like yeah, a little something, something. There's something a little bit more to do with this. Something a little bit yeah. more. Daddy knows best. Ew. Oh, God. Was it like oh, in- that's gross. What did you say, Fritz? Thank you. Was it like incest or something? That's your final answer. That's there the you word go. we're looking Fritz for. Is right on there it. it is. Ew. I know. That's- Ew. Jesus. Okay. Ew. Go figure. Ew. All right, here we go. Here's uh, Brad who said yeah. that. All right, we're going to milk this one. Let's- All right, let's see. Here we go. <clears throat> Quote, I do have a child in me and a clown, too. Now, who said that? Jimmy Fallon, Mike Myers, Antonio Banderas. I do have a child in me. And a clown, too. Jimmy Fallon, Mike Myers, Antonio Banderas. Well, I think we can knock out Antonio. I don't, I mean, I know that he is a very comical guy, but I don't know that he would consider himself as a clown. What was the, what's the last comedy Antonio Banderas has been in? Uh, Puss in Boots. Oh, look, oh, everybody's yeah. coming yeah, up with Shrek. Non-animation. Mm. Oh, Zorro. Yeah, he's in uh, I, he wasn't I don't as think good as uh, as uh, oh, what's Pete's his name in Zorro give the gay blade. Zorro, Come on, now. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, or Guy Madison in the TV show. Oh, Spy Kids. He was in that. Oh right, Spy Kids. All right, yeah, okay. All right, okay. Now so we got Jimmy Fallon, Mike Myers, Antonio Banderas. I do have a child in me and a clown too. Mm. I mean, I feel like that's something Fallon would say. Guys, what do you think? I would agree. I, and please. Expand on your thoughts for a couple of minutes. So here's the thing. Go ahead. I think it might be Mike Myers due to his childlike antics and all the comedy films he's in, such as Wayne's World, Wayne's World 2, Shrek, Shrek 2, Shrek 3. Uh, Let's see. What else was Mike Myers in? The Million Dollar One. Uh, Oh, yeah, that one. Austin Powers. Austin Powers, a spy who shagged uh, me. Austin yeah. Powers, gold member. Oh, love guru. Go. Love guru. What? Oh, my God. Um, not, love guru, not funny, by the way. Uh, that was a flop. Now Agreed. She gets points for that. Now Cheryl is giving us a movie review. <laughs> Dig it. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon, Mike Myers, Antonio Banderas. Fritz, what do you think? I'm going to say Antonio Banderas because the first two are not... Com- uh, uh, the first two are comedians. They're comedic. They They have been known for some kind of... You know, non-dramatic yeah. roles. And Tony Banderas is a is a you know very serious. Yeah, I think if you're actor. funny, why would you say um, I do have a yeah. child in me and a clown too? I already know you have a clown in you. He's the he's the only one who doesn't fit of of those three. So you uh, think it's a trick question? I believe it to be. Oh, I that, can't I can't say so definitively. What do you think, uh, Pinkman? I'm yeah. still gonna go with Mike Myers because maybe someone's like, "How do you come up with uh, all, right. all the ideas you have?" Right, I'm gonna give a little bit of help here, okay? Because it's a Friday. Yeah. I mean a Thursday. It is. A Friday. <laughs> and it's uh, not Jimmy Fallon. Okay. okay. So, Fallon. so it's all Mike. Right. 
is Mike Myers or Antonio Banderas? Let's just concentrate on this for at least another minute. No, stop. Jeez. A solid.